Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Boys. It's been a long one. It's been a long, uh, it's been a long time since we got back. We were in the studio. No, I don't think so. Yeah, a little over a week. Oh man, yeah, it's been yeah. over a week. Yeah, it's definitely been over a week. Um, yeah, so, uh, everybody welcome back. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. The best best friends podcast in the world. I am your host, weighing in at zero point zero nine seven metric tons. Being generous there, I, I did the math. Oh, okay, that's correct. Google did the math. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I am the beast of the yeast. Ooh. Yeah, the king of the crisp. Oh. And your future president of these great. United States of America. Stom. I take my hat off, but my headphones will come off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm your other host, uh, a recently converted disciple of the Church of the Mars and Lager. Ooh. This is the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. <laughs> it's Dan. Dan, you forget you were forgetting a little title there. What uh, what title did I forget? Which you, one do I keep forgetting? Secretary of Hops, baby. Oh yeah. yeah, the future Secretary of Hops. Future Secretary of Hops. I don't like to throw all my cards in until it actually happens. <laughs> I got other dogs in the race. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? I might have a secretary spot somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe Joe Biden's got something for me. I don't know. Anyway, so we <laughs> so we are joined by a uh, craft beer blogger, uh, and he is one half of the Instagram Live show with our buddy Zeppi. One half of the Instagram Live powerhouse that is bamboozled. I was gonna let you pronounce that. Yeah, there it is. I'm gonna mess it up, and I'm gonna have to pronounce his name too. Yeah, there you go. You're you're, <laughs> you're doing all the work. Yeah, it's a uh, moose. Molestica. Did I get it right? Did I nail it? <laughs> I, all right. That's a very difficult name to say, folks. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we're going to continue to call you for the rest okay. of the episode. Until the end, we'll get your plugs in. That's the only other time you'll hear Moose Molestica. <laughs> Two bears and he's becoming Moose Talica for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, man. No, anytime. Um, all right, so we're we got a pretty beer heavy episode. Yeah, get ready to get sudsy, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. Um so we got we got uh we got a little uh a little something different planned here. Um so 
you know, uh, we're everyone knows we're from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Moose is from North Carolina. Uh, so he was, he was nice, nice enough to, uh, send us up some North Kakalaki beer and, uh, and we're going to do a little PA North Carolina. It's a little beer swap we got going on here. Yeah. Made me, uh, this is a podcast first, raise my towel up, swing around like a helicopter. <laughs> is that it? North Carolina or was that South Carolina? That's North Carolina. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> Petey Pablo. Yeah, it's like the, either that or Sweet Caroline. Those are the two <laughs> songs that get played the most around here. Yeah, every a, time I think of North Carolina, I just think of uh, Hoopties. There's cars with a giant wagon wheels on them. It's <laughs> <laughs> all ever. My first time in North Carolina, my friends like, "Yeah, you haven't visited until you see a Hoopty." I was like, "A what?" <laughs> yeah. I always see. I always knew Hoopties is just the name for like a real shitty car. Like a That's beat up I, shitty I, car. I, I always knew it was just a shitty car too. Like. Well, well, what do you mean by, uh, I don't know many hoopties around here. Is it a giant? They're the, uh, they're the like cars with the giant, like rimmed wheels on it. Are they the jalopies? No, no, no. You're talking about like, like the, like when they take like, a I don't know, a, they a take no or something and put like 26 inch rims on it. Yeah. Like oh, giant okay. rims. Yeah, on they, it. There's one of those. Okay. Right? You see like a 97 Honda Accord with I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking like inch a, rims, like a 90, like a 96 Chevy Impala with like giant <laughs> wheels on it. I mean, there's some that are pretty nice. Like there's some that are pretty souped up, but then there's definitely some that that's all they spent their money on was the rims. And that's yeah. it. It's a gold Honda Accord with one red door. Dude, my buddy was like, we're getting barbecue and you're seeing your first, first hoopty. And I was like, my first what? <laughs> like, I thought I was in you're for like, barbecue from. dude, I forget where I went. This was like years ago. Yeah. Um, it was a chain down there, though. I remember him saying it was a chain, but uh, it'll come to me. I know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Carolina style barbecue. I'm a I'm a oh, yeah. I'm a vinegary guy. Same vinegary yeah. mustardy. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely go with the vinegar sauce. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, big fan. All right, well let's uh let's crack into these first beers. Um, but uh, before we do that, as you know, uh, we need to talk about Untapped. Uh, Untapped. If you don't know, if you haven't listened uh, to our podcast because we talk about them ad nauseum, um, it's a real love hate relationship with Untapped. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a lot of trash talking and then a lot of like mostly hate. It's a lot yeah, of hate. It, it's it's a lot of hate. I was going to say, what nice things do it's we say about 90, 10, 90, 10. Hate. I was like, what I'll, nice yeah, things I'll do we that. say about untapped? That's a good ratio. Um, <laughs> so uh, untapped is a social media platform that is built around beer. Uh, what it's really great for is keeping a, a it's kind of like your little black book of beers that you've had. Yeah. I was going to say that's the best use of that other than talking shit on beers. Yeah. So you can go on, you, you log your, uh, the beers that you've been drinking and, uh, you know, you log those, keep them in your little back, your back pocket and, uh, you can rate them, do whatever you want, take pictures. Um, yeah, but that's the best part about it. The worst part about it is every single other person on the platform, um, who will like to talk about, uh, I'm rating this lager a, uh, 1.25, but to be fair, I don't like loggers to be fair. Yeah. yeah to be fair. Oh. Yep. In all fairness though. Yeah. In all fairness. <laughs> um, it's like down here in the South, we like to say, bless her heart. <laughs> no, don't bless their heart. I, I curse their heart. I hope it just 
I'm just imagining Moose scrolling through on tap, just like, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> She's dumb as hell, but bless her little heart. Every time, every time I see someone that like uh, rates a Pilsner a 1.25, but all their all their pureed fruit fruit pureed sour sours are are you know automatic fives. I hope automatic. it's not bless their heart. I hope they clutch their left arm and keel over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like one of those like uh, naked smoothies you get at like the gas station, but with like malt liquor in them. Oh, it's garbage. We need to talk about that, Dan. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, there is there there was uh, there was some uh, high treason on the podcast, but uh, we'll we'll get into it. Um, I'm ready to stand for my crimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. Yep, that's POD drops, folks. Get used to it. There's a lot more. Um, so, Dan, you wanna you wanna give us a little uh, rundown of what we're gonna be drinking here? Yeah, this first beer is very close to my heart. Um, actually, this first brewery that we're gonna talk about is uh, close to both of our hearts. Yeah, this uh, first beer oh, wow. is the Double Dry Hopped Sensible Portions by Stickman Brews out of Roarsford, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is an Imperial Double IPA, intense citrus and fruity dry hop aroma. Flavor follows with a big juicy character, 8.5% alcohol by volume, average rating of a 4.23 on untapped. It's a high rating for uh Stickman. That is a very high rating for Stickman. Yeah. Um it's I high think high rating in general. 4.2 yeah. is good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think 700 ratings too. So not, like not bad. Yeah. yeah. We're not talking like 55 people checked in on this. No. It's got a <laughs> yeah, it's got a serious amount there for 4.23. So all right. So Moose, if you're ready, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a yeah, crack going. Right. All right. You're going to give us the countdown time? Absolutely. One, two, three. Good cracks, boys. All right. We'll get a little pour on this one. Um, so, you know, we, if you're listening and you've been the listener of the show, you know uh, that we're uh, we, we have a close relationship with uh, with Stickman Brews and uh, and the, the owner there. And, uh, you know, the this. uh much like much like the owner Ethan, uh, this beer does comes not without controversy to it. Yeah, there is a certain degree of uh, controversy behind this. Uh, that is a cheers. Smells boys. smells juicy. Oh uh, yeah, up. this is a uh, this is a this is a dank one. I like this beer. And what what's the controversy about this one? Glad you asked there, Mr. Moose. So um, it's pretty good to me. Yeah. It's uh so yeah. this beer, I guess what had to be like May or like beginning of June. Yeah. So they released um a version without lactose and with a different recipe. Um kind of following the classic New England IPA style where it was like a little bit more I think he went with a different yeast strain too, didn't he? Yeah, he went with a different yeast strain because of the no lactose. And it, um, they, he was trying this new style where he doesn't put lactose into these new Englands, trying to, trying to come up with a different method for it. And it was delicious, but the beer was great, but it got trashed on, you guessed it, untapped. There you have it, folks. What do you know? Just wasn't hazy enough for the, uh, I got they it. Couldn't. I almost called them R-worded population on untapped. <laughs> <laughs> they had the, the TikTok population over there. There you go. Um, <laughs> they, uh. Yeah, the, the it was a mixture of the tick the oh, sorry TikTok uh, the uh, untapped uh, community and I guess I would say 
uh, the Instagram community as well because they couldn't get their they couldn't get their bright orange pictures. Yeah, it wasn't as you know photogenic as this bright you know hazy boy we're looking at right now. It was delicious. Don't get me wrong. It was a great. Uh, to be honest, I'm I'm a little conflicted between the two recipes because I've had this one before. They changed the recipe and I still liked it. And now because of the backlash, they went back to the classic recipe, which is what we're drinking right now. This is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's uh, it's enjoyable. I'm I won't lie. I like the hazies. I'm not gonna trash the hazies. I I, I really enjoy them. Amen, brother. So you know we've talked about it. Uh, I would say ad nauseum on the podcast here. It, it, How they, many times are you gonna say ad nauseum on this podcast? Uh, I, I, it's gonna be ad nauseum that I say ad nauseum. <laughs> um, it, 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 hazies themselves is not the problem, you know, uh, it's the people that like hazies and only hazies. And if it's not hazy, it's not a good beer. And if it's hazy, it's automatically a good beer because we've had some trash hazies. Oh yeah. And we've had some trash hazy. I went, well, I wouldn't call them trash hazies, but we've had some so, so hazies from some pretty big breweries in the social. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't sugarcoat anything. I was waiting for you. I was like, I'm not. I'm yeah, just. Was, I'm beating around it. I'm just like, you know, it was a kind of an internet darling. Yeah, our first, yeah. our first, uh, our first venture into into Drecker, and it was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Um, so what you'll find out a lot of times when you're talking about Instagram beers and stuff is that when you um, when you have those hazies like uh, like you guys alluded to earlier with, with the bright orange. Uh, people like that color, uh, how it comes out in photos. Uh, another thing that you're kind of alluding to, too, is who it's by. Um, you, There's a clear, clear difference in when you post a big brewery, like a hype beer. Mm-hmm. And that's I like that. And when you post a not hype beer West Coast, uh, it's a massive difference that you'll see it immediately in likes. You'll go. Oh, definitely. For me, I, I mean, um, uh, you, you'll go, you'll probably almost, uh, uh, you know, increase your likes by 50%. Whatever you get normally in likes, say you get a hundred, you'll get 150. And, uh, if you post a hype beer, if it's a, if it's a, uh, uh, not a hype beer and not a, not, not a hype style, <clears throat> you can maybe, uh, subtract a couple from your normal amount. Yeah, so. I think uh, I think we saw a real quick response the first time we we uh, posted a Great Notion beer. I was about to say, yeah, the first time we hit Great Notion, it was like, yeah, the likes definitely increased. I do like the term hype beers a lot. We've yeah. been we've been coining the term yeah. Internet Darlings. <clears throat> You know, those ones out there that just people are mm-hmm. just all over. But yeah, hype beer is a good one, too. I like that. Yeah, me and Zeppi have been referring to them as hype beers. That's what we. Uh, yeah, we Zeppi, I'm stealing it. <laughs> and it's, like, it's it, I mean, if, if you if you're not familiar with the hype beers are, it's really like you have Great Notion, you have Drecker, you have Tripping Animals. Um, Monkish. Yeah, Monkish. Yes. Uh, Trillium. Uh, other half treehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Other, uh, yeah. Other half of treehouse. Definitely. Um, I'd say that's yeah. a, that's a pretty good list. Right? Yeah. Iron hands is pretty, uh, yeah. Pretty yeah. Iron I would hands. say like there is a huge need for it because we've been kind of reaching out to people about being guests on mm-hmm. the podcast and on their rider. When we ask, you know, what beer they're interested in, it's can you get tired hands? Yeah, which yeah. is which is strange. It's like strange to hear like being around that area, 
Like I went and picked up beer at Tired Hands today for a guest for next week because I was like, he's from the West Coast. And I was like, I don't know if we have any like real hype beast uh, 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 beers out here. And I was like, oh, you know, have you ever heard of Tired Hands? And he was like, oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Like, all right. Well, hey, that's the easiest. Yeah. But that was like the they're, first. They're like, really big. They're really big in the Instagram game for like milkshakes and stuff. Yeah. The they were like the first ones around here that were kind of doing that milkshake yeah. style. Oh yeah. Definitely. And then of course, Troon. Troon is like that's the one people are always after. But um, that's like super hard to get. You gotta you gotta like cut your leg off to get one of those. Well, that, so. and that's that's they have a great marketing scheme of we're gonna brew. Well, yeah. We're going to brew one and a half gallons of beer and yeah. make it available for 30 seconds. And, you know, we're going to just totally undercut the supply. Oh, and yeah. The demand's going to go out the roof. Artificial yeah. sellout. Yeah. But honestly, like, I don't uh, think it's artificial guys, sellout. Like, honestly, yeah. The well, I heard they have enough barrels to produce. Bonewood, those, are, those are hype beers, in my opinion. What was it? So, Stickman? Stickman and Hype. Stickman and Tonewood. Those are two uh, uh, breweries around you guys that I really enjoy, and I don't really understand why they don't have more hype. We have so much in common. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say I love Tonewood too. I was like, oh man, Tonewood is good. Tonewood set us off on our uh, our single hop journey. Yeah, our single hop variation. Uh, I the mon- yeah the monotone the series. monotone series. Yeah, yeah those were awesome. Um, but yeah, getting back to uh the sensible portions here. Um, yeah, it was it, it and. You know, Ethan is kind of a, he's like a beer purist. Um, he, he kind of doesn't want to craft beer curmudgeon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, I mean, he has a, he has a German style background. You know, he, he learned from, you know, classic style brewers and he doesn't really want to brew like the hazy IPAs. Like it's not what he, he would rather be doing, you know, the Marzins, like a, you know, German style lagers, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and but I mean, you got to pay the bills, right? Right. So. Exactly. He has employees he needs well, to pay. Whatever he's doing, he's doing a really great job at his hazy. So even though he doesn't like doing it, he's doing a really good job. Which was it was the first time we had him on. We were very surprised because we reached out to him and we were like, "Hey, what kind of beer do you want to do?" And he suggested two lagers, and we're like, yeah. "Really? That's like knowing nothing about him coming yeah. into it." just based on like the beers that he makes yeah. and he wanted like a pale lager and a hell's lot or hellas lager. Yeah. So when you're, when you're talking to most, well, I found out when I'm talking to most brewers, um, they really like to showcase their lagers and pilsners and any of their, you know, any of that light stuff, but any, anything from the lager family. Cause that's, that's, um, those are difficult to brew. Yeah. They're difficult to brew. There's nothing to hide behind. You can't, um, you're not adjuncting it all puree and it'd be yeah. better. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's something that you can, when you do a good lager, when you do a good pilsner, something to, you know, hang your hat on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it going right back to, to, you know, the, uh, you know, nothing really that you can, you can hide with, uh, with IPAs. It's like, there's so much that you can do with them and, you know, sensible portions. It goes along with a lot of Ethan's names for his beers. It's kind of tongue in cheek because he dumps a, just a shit ton of hops in this beer. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So and and that's really like the uh, kind of like the idea that we got from Ethan is that you can make an IPA. It's really easy to make. If you're making a bad IPA, you're doing something wrong because it's very easy to make a good one. Um, You know, just dump a bunch of hops in, throw some lactose in and you're good. (laughs) Maybe some fruit, 
fruit puree. Um, puree. But getting back to this one, it's uh, it's really nice as far as like a. It's a dangerous drinker. Yeah, it's very easy to drink for something that's double dry hop too. Like, it's got a nice little bite in the beginning, but it just finishes very clean. Like, not too hard of a mouthfeel on it. Mm-mm. No, it's super juicy, super dank. Um, yeah, it it reads to me. It reads more like a New England than it does a double. Yeah, it's a New England style, like double IPA. Yeah. yeah. So it, it reminds me more of uh, of ripe from Great Notions. Yeah, I would uh, say. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a boozier ripe. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more hop to it. More hops. A little more hops to it. So are you guys more fan? Are you guys more fans of the hop forward, or are you more fans of the malt forward? So it's a uh, you know. Uh, I would say I was I'm, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Yeah, I would say I'm a I'm a hop forward guy. I was I'm a hazy boy. I enjoy my IPAs, but I also you know I grew up in that time of the you know the West Coast piney bitter, like yeah. very hop forward IPAs. So yeah, you know if I get a if I get like a nice juicy boy like this that's like very hop forward. Mm. A lot of people would be like, oh, it's 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 too like it's, you know it's too bitter. I'd be like, oh, it's perfect. Like, I, yeah, I I came up with uh with like the stout craze, you know, a darker. So I like a maltier, um, and then just from like trying all kinds of different beers on the podcast, I kind of got into the crispy stuff. So like I got into like yeasty, uh, yeasty yeah. beers, and I can eat. appreciate a good like malt backbone on yeah. a juicy IPA, like that that finish. If I can get mm. like a nice earthy like malty finish yeah. on one, sometimes I'm like, you know what, that was pretty good. Um. But yeah, like I like that roasty. Uh, I was I've always been like a stout guy, like a stout porter kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a, like a Dan and I are you know the yin he's the yin to my yang. <laughs> yeah. How about you over there? Use the black to your tan. Yeah, there exactly. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We had black and tans on uh, on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Got a nice picture on it. I know. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> didn't, didn't set the uh, the internet ablaze. Yeah, it didn't get enough likes. Wasn't hazy enough. No, no. one point five. It wasn't hype. It wasn't hype. No, it was not hype. Even though it was something different that you don't see on Instagram ever. <laughs> anyway, so what? What are you more of a hot forward guy? Yeah, so I like to classify. Uh, I don't know. I just come up with my own classifications. I don't know. I'm not good with terminology, so I just uh, I say that you know the hop board is split into two categories. You have like a grapefruit hop, and you have a pine hop, and uh, it, one's going to taste more. If you know certain hops are going to taste more like fruits and citrus, and then you're going to have other hops that taste more piney. I enjoy them both equally. I know certain people that don't like the pine, um, like you were talking about earlier, but. I actually really enjoy both uh, because honestly, the juicy fruit hazies like they get they get they get old kind of fast. So yeah, sometimes yeah, cutting it with a nice westy. Yeah, sometimes just cutting a like routine with a nice west coast or oh, something yeah. like that. Always. Yeah, I, I think um, having you know, uh, I started trying like the milkshake style IPAs when we first started the podcast. And I was really excited trying different, uh, different kinds of IPAs. Like we had, uh, on our episode with Zeppi, we had that, uh, fruit punch IPA 
And I was like, oh, really excited about that because I was like, oh, how are they going to do a uh, how are they going to do an IPA with uh, with lime and coconut and all that stuff? Yeah. Um, so I got real, real excited about that. And I was getting into the milkshake IPAs and that really that quickly ran out for me. Um, yeah, it goes pretty fast. Yeah. But it, so now I like I can't I really can't stomach many uh many milkshake style IPAs. Like we had that one from rebel Hill and I was just, I couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't, you were, couldn't worry really, about it. <laughs> no, I struggled through that one. Um, but it, it, what that, you know, it opened up the, the crispy side for me, you know, getting into, it made me appreciate like the Pilsners and the lagers before is where before that we started this podcast, I would kind of turn my nose up at a Pilsner. Cause I always thought of that as like a crap beer, like, like a, a lower form. Yeah. Like, you know, cause all like You're not getting your money's worth either. Like, let's be honest. Like, you know, Pilsner's like going to be like what? Like 4%, 4, 5%, maybe mm-hmm. maybe 5%. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a double IPA, you're looking at seven, 8%. But now I, I have a certain appreciation for a beer that I can have two or three of instead of being like, all right, well I enjoyed this beer, but I can only have one because it's 14%. And it's also yeah, exactly. thick. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why I started getting into like the Pilsners and the lagers is because I'd be hanging out at the pool and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm drinking my two beers. I'm done. Like it's like, it, cause it weighs on you and then you feel all bloated and stuff. The Pilsners and the lagers, as long as you pour a good head, then uh, you're not going to be bloated or anything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, we, we talked about it a, a ton during the summer, you know, yeah, we had our like, uh, mower beers, yeah, mower beers. That's what, yeah. that's what we're about, man. We had a we had a, an episode where we did the uh, Narragansett. Yeah, that we was had, awesome. It's a five dollar six pack of pounders, and that was delicious. the best episode yeah. when you're like, Dan, you need to go out and get beer for this, and I go get like a six pack of sixteen ounce pounders for six dollars. Yeah, dollar a beer. <laughs> yeah, my beer fridge is mostly separated into like uh, feature beers and then like pounder <laughs> pound beers, <laughs> and uh, I definitely, I definitely am am always in search of like beers that I can just crack open and not feel like I have to take a picture of or right. rate or anything like this. I'm cracking and I'm good. Hey, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go out back and, and, uh, grill some food up. I need a, a beer while I'm grilling. Right. You know? Yeah. Something that, yeah. What, what am I going to grab? Exactly. So yeah. But, um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about our beer here. Um, so sensible portions, we got a shit ton of hops. Um, we are, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Here we got a little bit of technical difficulty on our end. Um, oh, we paused. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, we're still we're, talking. We're, yeah, still, we're talking. still talking. Um, Visually, we're paused. Yeah. So, you know, a uh, sense of proportion, we have a ton of hops, but we have a really nice like juiciness, a, a certain smoothness to it, which I, I get from, I guess, the lactose that is yeah. added into it. And you got that signature stick man taste to it. But it's mm-hmm. it, it's also it's a good amount of lactose because it's not weighing down on me. It's not crazy heavy. Um, and it's not like that super thick, uh, milk sugar. Yeah. To mouth, you don't, yeah, you're not getting that mouth coating mm-hmm. with it. So, and that's one thing that kind of gives me like the, this is, I'm not going to drink a second one of these beers. Right. Like if it's like a, an enjoyable one, that's got, you know, it's a milkshake. It's got the mouth feel, the mouth coating where I'm like, 
uh, I'm not going to have another one of these, but it was delicious the whole ride. Then, yeah. you know, this is like a stark opposite. Like I'm enjoying it the entire way through and I don't feel like my palate got destroyed too much. Not too much. No, I, I'm enjoying this a lot. I, I really enjoy this. So, yeah, you've had uh, quite a good amount of stick, man, actually, just from our brief conversation before we got into this. So, yeah, you've, uh, I, I trade with Zeppi quite a bit. Like, so I, um, he sent me quite a few of uh, Ethan's beers and uh, I enjoy them very much. Awesome. I uh, heard you might have uh, gotten some hotline bling recently. I do. And it's in the fridge. Nice. Yes. Have you have you cracked one of those yet? No, I haven't cracked that one yet. That one's interesting. It's uh, it's it was great because he went away from like his store bought like fruited series and like right. it kind of stands out on its own, which is kind of cool. Right. But I mean, this one is just in comparison to all of like the fruited ones and everything. This there's a reason why I think this one's rated like, you know, 4.23 at over 700 ratings. It's yeah, just a solid, good double dry hopped. Yeah, yeah you're not going to be you're not going to be upset buying a four pack of this. Honestly, like I, I mean, you could, if you bought a four pack of this, you could trade it, or you could, or you could just drink it. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's not a beer like you're gonna you're gonna regret getting. Yeah, I uh, I forgot that we were actually getting together in the studio for this. <laughs> so I bought a, I bought another four pack of it because I didn't, I only had one at the house and I drank it. And I went, shit, I was supposed to save that for the podcast. So I went up and bought another four pack. I'm like, you know what? I'll still drink all of these. So yeah, you're not going to regret it. It's going to, it sits in your fridge for a couple of weeks and then, uh, yeah, I mean, just, you're good. It's going to get drank. Yeah. So this one is tops and that's what i think i wanted to start this episode with and when uh tom asked me you know what beer should we start with i think you know kind of starting with one of you know ones we brought from pennsylvania really stoked to get on some of those ones from north carolina that we're going to talk about here in a little bit but um, yeah. i know as soon as uh tom's ready here we're going to get into some ratings with uh with this here as we're getting uh as we're getting set up yeah we're uh i don't know what's going on with this we're getting screwed with our uh, video feed here but um yeah, I mean, as far as ratings go, um, you know, we get into our untapped ratings, which, you know, take it as you will. Um, what do you want to say about this beer, Tom? We've been gushing I, for like the last yeah. like five, ten minutes about it. It's been a while since I've had sensible portions. And um, did you have the new recipe sensible portions? I didn't. I didn't get any of that. Um but, uh, you know, I, I took your word on it. That it was really good. I figured, like, if you would have had it, you would have been talking at nauseum about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but no, I really enjoy this. It, it's very reminiscent of the ripe uh, IPA for me uh, from Great Notion. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's really juicy. Um, it, you know, it, I, it's what I would look for in like a New England style. Um, you know, it's not a crazy amount of lactose in it. Um, you know, nice, bright citrusy flavor to it. Um, I would give it a four, two, five, four, two, five. Yeah. Nice. How about you there? Uh, Moose Talica. I brought it in early <laughs> after the first. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually a, uh, I'm actually a well-known, uh, overrater. So, <laughs> um, I mean, or I'm just a positive guy on, on untapped. I, I get, I get frustrated with untapped very much. Um, but 
I mean, if I had to rate, if I had to rate it, I mean, I would probably say probably four, four, seven, five. Wow. Like, I like it. It's really good. It's very All right. Good. All right. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. So take that, you know, I, I prefaced it. So I'm, I'm, I'm an overrater. So I've been criticized for that. But we fell into that pigeonhole for a little while. I'd rather be an overrater though than an underrater. Like, you mm, know, I'm a bit of an underrater. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, he goes for the throat with some beers, yeah. <laughs> but it's stick man. And you know, we, we love Ethan. Um, and he makes great beer with this one. I will have to, uh, I will defer to the four, two, five on this. Um, like yeah. I always say with my rating, uh, system, uh, first sip, if I enjoy that first sip, Actually, the second sip after I coat my pal and do that first real sip. If I enjoy it right there, it's a four. And then as the beer warms, gets room temperature, as kind of the conversation goes on, if the beer you know, fluctuate, fluctuates for the better or the worse with this one, it only got better. So it went up to a four two five for me. Um, that's going to put us about a four point five for this rating. For uh, this. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Perfect. I think um, that's reasonable. Okay. Um, As I write it down, because I won't remember it after. Write it down. Log it in. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Dan just got hit with that burp. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was spicy. Yeah, that was, um, I had a, it was a Greek chicken pita. So there's, there's some feta on that one. Yeah. Maybe a little tzatziki. Yeah. There's a little tzatziki on that. It was was garlicky. It was garlicky. Um, Yeah. Is that ketchup? (laughs) Yeah, I put ketchup on my Greek chicken pitas. I don't know about you. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're gonna get it. Move into our second beer here. Yeah, let's. Oh yeah, let's get this taste off my. Palate. And this this one's uh, courtesy of Moose here from uh, North Carolina. Uh, this is so awesome to do like a swap like this. Yeah, it's our first real true swap. Episode. Yeah, this is crossing state lines here. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we're gonna be doing uh, Thought Police by new anthem um and we're going to be rating it on untapped you can follow us on untapped at best best friends pod that's at best best friends pod <laughs> yeah i wasn't prepared for that move so you didn't get it he didn't, he didn't get the, he didn't get the sound yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm shitting the bed over here we'll play that one again for you because that's the hit yeah uh i just gotta bring this up here and we are professional uh and again was- you can follow us on untapped at best best friends pod that's at best best friends p-o-d That's the hype song. Yeah, we gotta hit the hype song. We have <laughs> oh, hype. Yeah. We have we have the we have the hype pod on here. Yeah. All right, Dan. You wanna? I. I it's gonna be you know uh, tough for you to get this whole description in in the hour and a half we have left. Um, but yeah. you can try. <laughs> yeah. This is a this is a tough. Um, I wouldn't even call it a single sentence. It's uh, two statements. <laughs> so this one here is uh, Thought Police by New Anthem Beer Project. New Anthem Beer Project out of Wilmington, North Carolina. New England IPA with, looks like, is that, I guess they abbreviated Vic Secret. Vic Secret, yeah. <laughs> They're going to abbreviate it to make it shorter. Uh, we got Vic's Centennial and Citra. Pale malt, oats, and rye malt. 
7.7. No, he actually, it's actually brewed with Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, okay. I, can, I can't <laughs> wait. We're having a Vapor Rub IPA. I can't, I can't wait to crack it later. I have a little chest congestion. <laughs> Corona. Um, yeah, so Vicks Centennial Citra, Pale Malt, Oats, Rye Malt, 7% alcohol by volume. Average rating on this, a 4.24 on Untapped. Yeah, so high. Yeah, another high rated, another double dry hopped. Yeah. Back to back. So, uh, Going back to back. Ready for, uh, are we doing on three or after yeah, three? Yeah, on three. Okay. Oh, we got to wait till. Uh, Moose, you got your beer ready? Uh, no, I'm actually working on my uh, sensible portion. Okay. Stuff. You guys split. So you guys go ahead. All right. Guys <laughs> All right. One, two, three. All right. Nice. He's just he's just gonna watch us. Yeah. Watch yeah, us gonna, drink I this. Watch you guys. I don't wanna, I he's wanna, gonna he's gonna be able to. We got we got a craft beer cuckold right now. <laughs> he's just like I just want to watch you drink it. He's yeah. gonna. Uh, <laughs> he's. Gonna, I, I I have a feeling that Moose can like tell us. He can describe this beer from memory. Yeah. So um, I guess just early observations on New Anthem. Love their can art. Um, the minimalists. Yeah. Less just, is better. Yeah. Less is better approach that they're using. Um, especially with the, uh, with their logo, it's sleek, it's stylish, it's cool. Um, as a, uh, self-proclaimed, uh, label shopper for beers, this would be one I would see and go, Ooh, and I would probably grab it off the shelf. Ooh. Little ooh. E40 action. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Speaking ooh. of, Ooh, that's got a quite a, quite a scent to it right off there. Yeah. That is a, uh, it's very hazy. Yes. Mm. That smells like an IPA. It does. All right. Dan, Slancha. Cheers. Moose, cheers. Enjoy the rest of that sensible portions. Cheers. Hmm. Thoughts? Ooh. Wow. Ooh. A lot cleaner than I thought it was going Ooh. to be drinking this. I thought I was going to get more of the mouth coating because of how like just thick it looks, mm -hmm. but yeah. very clean taste to it. It oh my it, it's the uh like the palate coating like the it, all of the flavors it's just like it's there and then it's gone there's no like it clean finish exactly it's there's no lingering effect to it um it's not super there's no like really uh like hot forward bitterness the pale malt and just kind of the oats, the whole, like, I would say the malt backbone of the beer is what I'm getting left on the palate, but just very subtle, just like a little earthiness just left on my palate as I let it sit for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's a lot juicier than I was anticipating. Um, All right, New Anthem, I see you. Yeah. Great. Great. Make a, great make a trip feel. down here to uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Get some barbecue. Yeah. Drive well, a hoopty. Yeah. We're, we'll pop a tent in, uh, in Moose's yard. <laughs> take a dip in the pool you know make ourselves at home i'm just gonna drive my rv down there and just empty my shitter into the uh <laughs> into the runoff um so moose glasses and everything too uh -huh. um is so, the the haziness is it from lactose or is it from the oats do you know if he adds uh lactose to this one uh, not, not, I'm not, I don't know if he has that lactose to that one. I've had that one one time before. Mm. I would, um, I would, it'd be safe to say that there's lactose in it, but it's very, it's, it's very soft. It's a very, very clean too. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, he uses a lot of oats. So that, that pillowy uh, taste you get is a lot of, lot more probably from the oats. Um, the lactose is that, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain lactose in a, in a beer. It's like, like a mouth coating to it. Certain degree of like mouth coating that comes to like with lactose. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a flavor to it though too. You can spot like especially when they start doing like fruited lactose beers. Like there's like okay, yeah, that's lactose. Like, yeah, because the lactose is just like a milk sugar, so you get a certain amount yeah. of sweetness from it. Yeah, yeah, it's like fruit at the bottom yogurt. You yeah. just get that little bit of. <sighs> I don't, I don't <laughs> eat yogurt, so I wouldn't know. It's like. <clears throat> Uh, oh, when, when you have a, uh, <laughs> I'm about to smell that yeah. one. When you have that, uh, when you have that, uh, month, month old, uh, IPA that you didn't roll on the table, oh, yeah. you get that nice little bit of yogurt at the bottom. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of sediment. Yeah. Um, but this is, yeah, this is, uh, super crushable. Um, yeah. Very surprising for, um, as you were pouring it out, I went, Ooh, this is going to be a, uh, it's going to be a dank one, but yeah. it's, it's a lot cleaner than I thought it was going to be hop forward though, too. Very, mm-hmm. um, got some good bitterness right off the, uh, see, right off the beginning. See, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, like a citrus uh, right off the front. Yeah. Like a bitter citrus kind of, uh, notes to it. Yeah. That's what you get with most of his stuff. His stuff is mostly hop forward. It's not, uh, it's not like malty, overly malty or anything. Yeah. So. so can you, can you give us a little like, uh, breakdown of this, uh, this brewery? Not too much. I can just tell you that they um, they really specialize in IPAs. Okay. They found a niche in IPAs, and they really went for it. They and bought the ticket, took the ride. Do what? They bought the ticket, took the ride. They bought that ticket, and they took the ride. I don't honestly, I cannot honestly tell you that I have tried anything other than IPAs from New Anthem um, because they're just that good. Like, so when you find something good, I've always been told, just stick with it. And so I think they did that and therefore I did that. And it's a happy little marriage. So, so, uh, so this is one that you sent us. So what, was there any reasoning behind choosing this one? I wanted you to try something from new Anthem. Okay. So, uh, new Anthem is, uh, more, I would say of an upcoming, I don't know how well you guys know North Carolina beers, but if I said North Carolina beers, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Resident culture. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't really know any North Carolina beers. Have you guys ever heard of burial? What's that? Have you guys ever heard of burial? Mm-hmm. You know what? If I think of North Carolina beer, I think of that. Uh, I, I don't know. And it might be burial. I don't know. That cobbler beer. Oh, the divine barrel? I guess. I don't yeah. know. The one that I always see everybody posting about that blueberry cobbler beer. <laughs> yeah. The blueberry cobbler is uh Carolina cobbler. Yeah. That's the one. Divine, that's divine barrel. Okay. So, yeah. I like, I, I, I really enjoy divine barrel. I really enjoy, um, burial, but like, so those are all, so resident culture heist is one that you guys will crack here in a little bit. And, um, uh, Divine Barrel, those are all Charlotte beers. There's a lot more in Charlotte. I think Charlotte actually has like 50 or 60 breweries in the area. Okay. So, massive. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, do what? No, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, a lot. That's I've been in lot. Charlotte once and that's that's a lot of breweries in that area. Yeah, yeah it's cra- kind of crazy. And then uh, Wilmington has the, the really, Wilmington's, Wilmington is maybe like the third 
third uh, beer spot in North Carolina, third or fourth, and its uh, claim to fame is definitely New Anthem. Like they're they're the ones that take the cake on everything. All the other ones in Wilmington are trying to catch up. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I'm still looking at the artwork on this beer. <laughs> I, have, I stepped away for a second to look at it. It's just, it's such an awesome label and logo. And we, yeah, we've talked a lot about um, the love of like a minimalist design. You know, we just recently talked about Workhorse, which is a brewery that we have up here um, where they do. The, the label is all the same. It's just different color variations depending on the beer. Yeah. Um, so it's a really nice design. I, I really appreciate that one. Yeah. Um, our buddy, uh, Dave, who is a home brewer with Volstead, he's kind of doing the same thing with his labels. It's all going to be a uniform label, just different color combinations. Experimental. Yeah. Experimental. There you yeah, go. They're, um, he's yeah. his whole, uh, label series that he has on his website now with like the different person in each, uh, on each can. Like I'm, I'm hoping that really takes off soon because those are, those labels are going to be awesome. Yeah, what do you guys think about uh, Harry? I, I'm a big, I'm a big Harry beer fan. You know, you, if he just made better beer, we would like him a lot more. Yeah, if, if he put more of the of the fruit puree in his beers, I think. Yeah, he, I think we'd get along better. He's making all these crazy creative beers, and he should really just stick to hazy IPAs. I mean. <laughs> no, we love Harry. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we love experimental. You know, he was one of our, our Harry fanboys like, over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I love, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, any brewery that will kind of go like against the green. Um, yeah. And uh, that is a brewery against the green, by the way. Um, uh, but I, I like the, that, you know, he's trying different stuff, which I guess as a home brewer, you kind of have that, uh, that ability to. Yeah. You kind of have a leg up in yeah. the, in that you don't have to. I think there's a, there's a big niche today for like, we were talking about a little bit earlier that, you know, uh, mixing it up and, and, you know, finding beers that you can mix it up with. And I think Harry, uh, fills that gap very well, um, with some of, some of his creative beers. But it, um, yeah, it's a cool concept where it's all, you know, it's all food based beers. It's all like yeah. everything is based off of some sort of food. Yeah, he puts a food ingredient in yeah. all of his ideas. So um, I, I think like and he's doing it the right way because he I would say that he would qualify as a hype beer because you see all these like big Instagram bloggers, yeah. you know, people with like 10 to 30,000 followers yeah. are so hot right now. God damn it. Those burps, Dan. They're just crushing me right now. <laughs> I even pointed that one back there. It, there's no escape. Um, so what you got to do to what you what you got to do to help that is pour your when you're pouring your beer, pour it more aggressively so <laughs> that the head really comes out, and then let the head go down naturally. Okay, and then therefore, therefore, you won't get so much bloating. You won't feel so gassy. There you go, Dan. Yeah, I'm just trying to get it out. I, I think I had a little too much green chicken and falafel. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Harry's doing it the right way. He's getting his beer out to, you know, all around the United States. He's getting he, it to the right people too. Yeah. You're seeing all these, like, uh, all these girls posting their, their tits and, and experimental oh. beer. Yeah, I know. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen them. He's like, yes, hey. I've seen this. Yeah. yeah. I have, I have a, a little bit of an issue with that, but you know, it's mainly just because it's like, 
I don't know if, if you don't have the right kind of tits. Like, I mean, I have tits, but I don't have the right kind. Right. Yeah. Um, you have a, a beard I, above those. He's going to want to see mine. I can't mm. post my beard up in my chest. And so uh, if you don't have that though, you don't stand a chance really. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, there is definitely a, a, people have a certain, a certain sector of the, uh, the Instagram community has a leg What do you up. like to call them, Tom? Uh, craft beer thoughts. No, no, no. I was going to say, what do you call the people who follow those people? Oh, simps. They're craft beer simps. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) They're the ones that are going to be like, oh, you got OnlyFans? All right, I'm going to go See, see, I've I've gotten to the point where I I don't, I've kind of transitioned to, you know, I don't blame the thoughts. I blame the simps now. Yeah. Oh, well, I've been, I've been there for a while. And that's what's precious me. Like, I don't blame women that do it. No, like, if you got it. like, well, I don't mean like use whatever you got, but like, come on, dudes. Like, why, what are you doing? I, I don't know. If that's all you're interested in. And just, I don't know. Just go to OnlyFans. Like, just get off here. Get off. And- but don't call your, don't call yourself a craft beer blogger. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, that's true. If like, you, we've talked about it a lot. Like if, if you're, if a chick is going to be like scantily clad, like dressed in like a little bikini, but and she has a beer and she has, has an awesome write up about the beer. It's like, all right, cool. That's what we want to see. But when right. it's like, when it's like the beer's out of focus and you're like, I'm drinking this beer, follow my only fans. Like, what's that? When you can't even see the label, right? it's out of focus. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, all right, you can see me drink this beer on, on tap, on, uh, on tapped on, uh, only fans. Uh, and then the simps are like, okay. I'm gonna pay the subscription. I'm gonna tip you a bunch. Like, what we need to do is we need to create the uh, like a, another app, like the untap version of OnlyFans. Only hops. <laughs> Only hops. There you go. That's what we need. Idea, to man. There is uh there's one out there already. Uh, actually, oh. like, I've seen two people. They call it Only Cans. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I like pretty that good. A lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, there's a um, yeah there's a uh, craft beer Instagram out there called Only Cans. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we just got this follower. I'm just want to say it right now, uh, from Australia and he uses the C bomb in all of his, all of his like, well, yeah, that's, comments. He's just like, well, apparently that's like a common like word over there. Like that's not a, that's like crap over yeah. here. He's like, I almost dropped, he's like, I almost dropped my beer on this poor cunt's face. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and she's like, he did. <laughs> he almost dropped him here in his cunt's face. I was like, oh my God. Like, dude, we have to reach out to him about the podcast because I just want to hear him. I just want to hear him talk and just drop the C word like the entire time. I'm just, just like, gonna be there, like <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know what to say. He's like, I'm not going to talk to this cunt about a point or you know. <laughs> uh, well, you can't get you can't get canceled because that's culture. Yeah, it's like Forrest Gump because I'm like, and he liked to say the c word a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't even know how did we get here. <laughs> yeah, well, how did we get to this point? Thought police. That's how we got here. Um, what, you, we started we, off with two double dry hopped IPAs. Uh, well, actually, he he drank one. We we drank the equivalent to one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's why that's why I thought we were doing. So, um, I'll crack I'll crack another one. I got that heavy cream. I'll crack another one with you guys whenever you get to my second one. Are you gonna Are you not gonna drink the uh, the tortuga? 
No, I'm out. I don't have any more. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about Tortuga and Heavy Cream because yeah, we got a little I'm bit fine. of conversation we can talk about. But I'm fine with that. Because yeah. and, um, that Heavy Cream was a big come up for uh, not only the podcast, but for you. I mean, it was really uh, lucky of us to uh, come across that fresh batch. I've had it before and I really enjoy it. Well, you know. you have one that's only a couple days old yeah, at this yeah. point. Yeah, yours is real green still. A little little freshy, fresh. Um, Oh, actually, speaking of the beers, mm -hmm. there's something I got to ask the the one half of the Bamboozle team. How was my beer packing? Pretty good? It was good. Uh, So I was actually very surprised. It's the first time I've ever gotten a package with the ice hats on it. I was very uh, intrigued by that. Never gotten that before. Yeah, I was I was worried because I didn't know like because we've we've shipped across the country and I was like, man, I don't I don't want anything to spoil her, and I didn't want it to get lost. So well, also, it said it was going to get there on Monday, and it got there like two days later. Yeah, good old yeah. USPS. I would suggest not putting them. it in there if you're going to ship it across country. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> uh, it is. It was wet on the outside because of like the condensation or whatever. But, um, and you don't want it to like anything to like leak through, but it's not going to honestly, dude, it's not going to spoil. Um, because if you think about it, like you guys were talking earlier about store-bought beers and stuff, um, those go through so much time temperature abuse. Like you'd be very surprised. Like they get cold and they're, they're room temp, cold, room temp, cold, room temp, probably at least two or three times. And then you buy it. Yeah, so we uh, we kind of got a, an education on that from a uh, proper Josh out in uh, San Diego. Oh, you did? Yeah, so we sent we sent beer out to him and uh, did the same thing. We put the uh, we sent we sent beer from here out to San Diego in the middle of June, uh, and it yeah, was perfect timing. Yeah, you know when it's uh, four hundred and fifty degrees uh, in the back of a FedEx truck. <laughs> yeah, we forgot the FedEx truck had to cross through Death Valley yeah. to get to where he lived. So. Yeah. Um, his came smoldering hot with an ice pack in it. <laughs> um, but he, you know, it evaporated he, ice pack. Yes. Probably. Yes. And it exploded on him. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he gave us the rundown of like the myth of, uh, you know, a, a beer going from cold to warm will skunk it. And it's, it's not, it's not temperature. It's, it's light, light getting in or oxidation happening. Um, yeah. what, what will skunk. So if I took a beer out of my fridge, wrapped it up, put it in a box and shipped it across country, there really wouldn't be much of a, no. a flavor, any, any harm to the beer. No. Yeah. So, I was really worried about any kind of explosion. I was like wrapping these things. I'm like, <laughs> fucking explode. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> and you saw mine. Mine is not. So mine was very hastily put together. I put it together uh, at work and I was like, <laughs> Throw something together, like we'll put it in there. If I have to overnight it, it explodes or something, I'll, I'll send them some more. Yeah, I got my I got my beers out like a Russian doll. I was I was like pulling them out. And I was like, "There's I'm a oh, like, it's out of a bag." Oh, there's another bag. There's another bag. <laughs> um, where's the beer? I did the bags and bags. I was like, I'm gonna bag the cans and then I'm gonna can put the bag cans inside another bag. Oh, you should have bagged the cans and then can the bags and then bag that can. I should have. Yeah. So for like the last like year or two, like Zeppi and me, when we trade, he, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him pack. No, because we, we, we do, we do a uh, shady uh, strip mall exchanges. <laughs> yeah. We, we go to parking lots. He goes, you got the stuff. I'm like, yeah, I got the stuff. He got the stuff. 
No, but he obsessively packs his packages and I'm not going to, I don't want to criticize him or anything, but it's over the top. I, I mean, thought I was over the top. I was I waiting never, to hear. It's never even come close to like exploding on me. I mean, that's um, kind of Zeppi's personality though, over the top. Yeah, it is. And I, that's why I love it. But like, it's like, dude, you don't have to. So this last package I got though from him, it was my, I, I, I sent it to him in a trash bag. Like uh, I took a, a trash bag and wrapped all the beers in it with, in there in Ziploc bags. And uh, one of them exploded because it's the sour. I don't know if you know this or not, but like, don't send sours like in when it's hot. Like no, the fermentation. They're, they're like, yeah, they're like Samsung phones. I gave it a shot, <laughs> but like, it it totally exploded. It's like a Galaxy Note phone just yeah. burst into flames. Exactly. And so he um, uh, it exploded, but none of it damaged the box because it was wrapped in a trash bag. So he sent me one this time. It was much less done. Just kind of throw threw some uh, uh, bubble wrap around each uh, can, put it in a trash bag and sent it. And I was like, wow. No, no box, just a trash bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like you're moving out of a college dorm. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a packing label on a black yeah, trash okay. bag. I'm overdoing it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, real quick, let's, uh, Dan, let's rate this beer. Let's rate this bad. Yeah. Boy. And then, uh, you know, we can, we can get into uh, some Tortuga. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to rate this beer. Um, if you don't know, now you know uh, <laughs> that we're, we use Untapped as our rating scale. Uh, and you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. Open up the pit. Yeah, I'm really disappointed in myself for uh, not. Getting a uh, Petey Pablo in the soundboard for this episode. You know what though? Like I don't want to like throw myself under the bus here, but I'm gonna. Uh, Pod was my first concert I ever went to. Oh so. hell yeah! Oh man, we got a fan. <laughs> hell yeah! For Pod, everybody. everybody oh man, dude. We, so I've had a couple of Pod shirts when I was in high school. From the from this podcast, it seems like there are a lot of Pod fans. Out I know. There. I I hope. I hope we can get POD to listen to this. Maybe we can be the POD acclaimed podcast of Barley Hobbs and Friendship. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I feel like we can get the POD acclaimed more than we can get Cindy Crawford. Again. Well, ho- hopefully I can grow my hair into dreadlocks by then. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. There you go. I need to get the, I need to get the length on that. Give, give the people what they want. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to stop washing my hair. Let it go. <laughs> oh, natural. Get some praise, praise to the praise, most high. Praise jaw. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Dan, let's, let's rate this bear, beer, bear, beer. Let's rate this bear. Um, yeah. this bear of a beer. <laughs> all right. We got hit me with it, Dan. All right. So, um, again, my method, um, hit four right off the, uh, first sip. It's going to be a 4.5 for me. Um, taste amazing. Uh, label art. I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, I'm a sucker for a good label. So their can art got me, but this was an enjoyable beer the entire way through. Um, the only reason I'm still babying this one versus sensible portions is because this is the second beer and this is two double dry hopped IPAs we had in a row. So, <laughs> but this was a uh, very tasty beer. My first beer from North Carolina, hopefully not my last because this was great. Uh, it won't be your last. It won't. I got, I got to send you some more people. Um, yeah, we, we're, I mean, we're, 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 uh, 
you know, we've, we've hit, uh, maximum altitude in our, uh, alcohol by volume here. Yep. Uh, now we're going to get a nice, yeah, now we're going to get into our nice descent into our landing. Um, so, you know, with this, I didn't baby it at all, but (laughs) it was just, uh, as far as like a hazy IPA goes, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it, I would call it crushable for sure. Um, like it went down really, really easily. Um, as it warmed up, um, you know, towards the bitter. end there, yeah, a little more bitter, a little, a little bit of that peppery flavor, um, that comes with some of those hazy IPAs. I don't, I don't really enjoy. Um, but you know, it's just, don't let your beer get cold. Just take it to the head. Um, <laughs> um, but it, you know, for the most part, I enjoyed, I mean, right off the bat, it was, it, you know, blew me away. Yeah. Far exceeded my yeah. expectations. Um, so I've taught, you know, I, I've, we've both talked about our, our rating systems and, you know, I kind of start off with a three, five and it goes from there. Um, and I, you know, I, I would say, I would be safe to say that this is a four or five for me. Um, I would definitely, that's one that I would definitely seek out. Um, did you just do math for both of us picking a four or five? Well, no, I'm just getting it together because I'm going to add his into it. Okay. And if he just says the same thing, I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm four or five as well. I like that. All right. One. It's Let's good. go. We're going to do four or five then. See, now I don't have to add that one, Tom. Okay. <laughs> I'm the calculator out for <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. Calculator way nerd. <laughs> hey, well, none of us pay for untapped, so we can't use like 4.09 or point. I saw, I saw today on, uh, do uh, Moose, do you follow, uh, untapped WTF on, no, I don't I know. Yeah. You should follow him. Instagram or is that on untapped Instagram? No, I don't follow him. You, yeah. You should follow him because he just brings up like all like the absolute assholes of untapped. Yeah, the worst that's parts about untapped. It just makes started. That means that we started our show bamboozled is that, uh, it was, we were just going to start reading uh, un- bad untapped reviews. And like we would sit there and read and crack up <laughs> and get drunk about reading un- bad untapped reviews. It was awesome. Oh, um, like, like strawberry terps. Yeah, like strawberry terps. <laughs> um, um, no, I saw one today where the guy, uh, it was it was the classic like, uh, oh, he rated a beer. He rated a three-year-old growler. <laughs> <laughs> was this just a growler just like the back of the fridge like forgot it was there he rated a three-year-old growler and he rated a 1.10 and i was like oh my god you pay for untapped too what an absolute asshole he wanted that point ten, man man yeah I, I when i when i read that it was some guy commented <laughs> He was like, why would you rate a three-year-old growler? And he, and then the original guy commented back, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, absolute <laughs> asshole. Body, do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. So four or five for new Anthem. All right, everyone, let's take a minute to talk about our first official sponsor of the podcast, Beer Belly's Clothing. Beer Belly's Clothing, passionate about craft beer and supporting local businesses, something we can all get on board with here at the podcast. Hell yeah. We, uh, the, he's a, a one-man uh, design team. You know, he's really the, the craft beer of 
craft beer clothing. Nice. Nice. Good comparison. Yeah. Um, you can go on, uh, beerbelliesclothing.com to check out all the designs for their tees, tanks, baseball tees, hats, neck gaiters, and they just added jackets and hoodies. Hoodie season. Yeah. For the fall season. Uh, and you can use BBF pod. The promo code will get you 20% off your entire order. Beer bellies look good while drinking beer. Cheers, buddy. Let's keep this train rolling and get your, uh, your, your hydration in. Actually, I'm uh, trying to cleanse my palate here. Okay. We just had two double dry hopped IPAs. I'm going to do it with some hand sanitizer. Yeah. Oh, just drink. Jeez. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Tom, Tom. Calm I've down. got, I've got to keep on protecting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, keep the, uh, North Carolina train going. Yeah. North Kakalaki. I'm gonna crack. I'm gonna crack the heavy cream whenever you guys crack. I like it. All right, we'll do it all at the same time then. Um, so we'll talk about this one here. Uh, so our next beer. Uh, did you want to go through untapped again, or do you want to wait for a little bit? Um, Give it a little time to settle since we've been going back to back to back to back to back. Well, we, we could do. It. Hey guys, untapped. There's just no context at all. No. Hey, There's no it. context. They're like, hey, untapped. Dig it at this point. <laughs> I was like, why did they play Untapped POD. POD. <laughs> uh, they're so underrated. Like they have so many, they have so many songs. Dude, I'm, I'm one more beer away from like ordering a cameo of POD to say something about our podcast. Oh, <laughs> we do have advertiser money now that we can. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys use your advertiser money for? It's a POD. Cameo POD. <laughs> POD cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if cameo's on cameo. Remember the rap group cameo? Yeah, I remember the rap group. <laughs> I was like, are you really saying this? Yeah. How uh, pretty ladies around the world. Awesome. All <laughs> right. So anyway, next beer that we're going to go into is going to be the Isle of Tortuga by Heist Brewery. So according to you there, Mr. Uh, Mr. Moose, if that's your real name, um, Heist Brewery is one of the big breweries of Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of the bigger breweries in Charlotte. They have two locations. Uh, they have their original location off of uh, North Davidson Street commonly known as Noda. And then they have another location that they refer to as Barrel Arts, where they do most of their barrel aging and so on and so forth. That's off of another street. If you want to know the truth, it's in the ghetto. Uh, I think they were sold the property for a dollar and they weren't <laughs> allowed to build whatever they wanted. Um, That's it's a sign a of a good brewery is when yeah. they have a second location. Oh, yeah. When and you, it's in the ghetto. Yeah, and it's in the ghetto, like, or it's like right down the street, and that's where they have their barrel aging. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They no, just have like um, a second location. They're absolutely one of the bigger ones in um, in the city. So awesome. So uh, I think we're in for a flavor trip with this one here. So uh, we're doing the Isle of Tortuga, which is a hazy IPA with coconut and pineapple. 6.8% alcohol by volume. Uh, with this one here, I'm only going to say it because they probably have a ton of ratings for this one. It's only rated a 3.87 on untapped. I'm guessing they probably have over a thousand uh, check-ins on this one if it's like one of the biggest in Charlotte. I can only assume. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. I don't look at untapped. Uh, so I don't, I don't know what it's rated. I just know I really enjoy crushing these by the pool. So speaking my language, four, I went to a four pack. Like nothing. Let me no. see what we've got right here. So yeah, mm-hmm. over 1400 check-ins at 3.87. So it's, you know, it's a beer that's frequented. So, um, yeah, 
I'm really excited to try this one here. I mean, we're just, it, this is like Dan land right now. It's just like all <laughs> hazy IPAs. <laughs> like I was just like, wait, another? <laughs> that's, Dan, you got to write that down. That's it. That's the episode name. It's just like Dan land. Dan land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had another one that I, oh, I forgot to write down. Damn it. All right. Yeah. Dan land's in there. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So we'll get a crack here. One, one Mississippi, two, three. Sorry, I thought you were reaching for the beer to kind of like go grab it. Oh, sorry. So uh, you've got a pretty nice beer there from Pennsylvania as well there, sir. Yes, I've got the heavy cream. Um, What do you know? Thick man. Awesome. Yeah, so heavy cream was a, uh, it's a good come up for us for the podcast. Um, we... Had uh, we had reached out to Ethan about this episode, asking about not to name drop or anything. Yeah, not to name drop or anything. We reached out to him about getting heavy cream as the one we were going to feature, and he was like, "Hey, listen, you know, tomorrow's Thursday. I don't know if I'm going to have it canned in time." So we were like, "No problem." I kind of um, prepared for the worst by just getting sensible portions because it's still a really good IPA. Go to pick it up. Ethan's working the uh, brewery, and he just hooks us up with a four pack of heavy cream. He says, "Fresh off the, uh, fresh off the line, guys. Enjoy." So I had to had to send one down to North Carolina for you. Man, I kind of kind of figured you'd have it. Kind of figured you would have had it already, but hey, it's a freshie. Not that fresh. All right, Sláinte. cheers. Cheers. I'm trying to get like what I'm trying to pinpoint what the this smells like. <laughs> There's a certain like dankness to it a little bit. It's very pungent. <laughs> Are you a fan of the coconut? Yeah, that is coconut in there, isn't it? There's a lot of pineapple. Yep. If you're not a fan of either. This is a pool beer. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Like you said, I was like, yeah, this is a pool beer. Yeah. It's really, I don't, well, I know you're down South, but drinking this right now and it's probably 35 degrees outside this window right now. (laughs) It's like a little taste of degrees there. Yeah. It's a little taste of paradise right now. Oh yeah. It's um, well, I'd say about 39. It's getting about 39 tonight. I did not even realize that I'm still, we're still at like a high highs of like 70 down here. Yeah. Autumn, autumn really punched us in the face. Yeah. Uh, summer was like, um, peace. I'm out. <laughs> Bunch of pumpkin beers that showed up in my fridge. I don't know what's going on. Yep. Oh my gosh. So I really enjoy this heavy cream. I think it's very good. What do you guys think of your beers? It's interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to like I feel like my palate is just confused right now um, it probably is because you just tasted uh, tasted a couple hazies yeah two double dry hopped I, I like I had a little water um, before this one because I knew this one was gonna be um, as Tom likes to say frequently complex mm. so I've never had coconut in a beer before so that was really? something yeah I've never had coconut in a beer yes we have we did? Yeah. Which the, one? The fruit punch beer from... Uh, Does that have coconut in it? Yeah, it was like coconut, strawberry, lime. Well, apparently it wasn't very much coconut. No. Yeah, I was going to say, this one is actually hitting more coconut for me on the back end, I would say. But it's not like the sweet coconut. I feel like it's like the coconut like extract. Yeah. 
that you would get. Yeah, I feel like that too. That's probably about right. I feel like I'm getting a good combination of both. Um, yep. It reminds me. It reminds me of a drink, and I can't like pinpoint it. I know. I want to put a goddamn umbrella in this. So yeah, it, it reminds <laughs> me of like if I was like drinking like a. It's like it's like one of those like uh, tropical like Minute Maid drinks, you know, like yeah, it's very juicy, uh, very fruity. Yeah, it's very heavy on the pineapple. It's got yeah, a I nice know. subtle bitterness underneath, um, that I think worked really well with the with the fruit in it. I think, yeah, and the bitterness works well with the coconut because the coconut gives it like an earthy, it's it's giving that earthy maltiness to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think, it's it's definitely a pool crusher. Yeah. As you said, yeah, definitely a pool crusher. It's, um, apologies. I didn't realize it was 35 degrees up there, though. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, uh, appropriately drinking beer, and that is not (laughs) an appropriate. Well, it's it's making us forget that it's 35 degrees outside. It's all right. You have two slightly obese guys sitting in this uh, <laughs> sitting in this office right now, just heating it up. So it's like a nice 70 degrees in here. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice. Uh, it's we've got a nice temperate uh, feeling going in here. You yeah, know. There, there's a, there's a degree of humidity from both of us being in here right now. <laughs> I woke up and it was like 50 degrees outside in the morning, and I was like, ah, better throw like a pullover over. And so I just put a pullover on. Went into work. Yeah, it was it. It was like thirty nine degrees this morning, and I, I walked out. I, I was like, I had to take the kid out to the car, and I was like, Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm out. And then <laughs> my tank top, I'm just kicking the kicking the door open. I know. I like ran out and flip flops to put my dog out, and I was like, Guys, oh, this is not flip flop weather. <laughs> this is not flip flop weather. Um, but this is a. Um, it's interesting because, uh, I'm. It's very good. Like uh ice cold, like right out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious of how it's going to taste when it gets a little more gears, a little bit more towards room yeah. temperature. The coconut's really popping out for me right now. Oh, it's popping. It's popping. Uh, normally t- typically like when you're talking about a heavily flavored beer, um, like a pineapple coconut beer, um, you are going to, the flavors are going to be more uh, prevalent as it gets warmer. And that's just typically always the case with most beers, like your flavors, whatever you're flavoring it with is going to be more, you know, prevalent whenever it gets room temp. Um, a lot of people, I know, I know quite a few people that actually don't prefer their beer, they don't like their beers cold, they like it at room temp, which I think is absurd. I would never do that. Yeah, I'm American. Uh, I like my stuff. I like yeah, that's stuff the, refrigerated. That's, that's the that's, British way. Yeah, that's some European trash right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, I've had a little bit, I, in my, from my time in Ireland, I, uh, right, I, bougie I motherfucker. yeah, I experienced some, uh, room temperature beers and not enjoyable, you know, uh, not, they're like, here, here's a nice ale that's just been sitting on our floor for 10 days. Uh, I've had a couple like room temperature, uh, like firkins and stuff in the past where okay. it's like, it's, it's, it was sitting on the bar for like the evening. So it's, it's, it's been getting room temperature. And it, I feel like I drink it a lot slower because I'm just yeah. like trying to kick it back, especially when it's like I've had a couple of the Firkin Fridays at um, at Stickman. Oh, at Stickman. Yeah. So Firkin Fridays, they'll do like a store bought and they'll just like throw a bunch of like fruit and juice into the Firkin too and just let it sit and like just baste in it. And then they'll crack the Firkin and do like a Firkin Friday night. 
I always want to say like a fucking Friday night, but I'm just like, all right, it's, it's a freaking Friday night. It's freaking Friday, man. <laughs> and they are, they are delicious, but I drink them a lot slower just because of, I guess the room temperature, like cold. I could just sit there and just kick it back. Um, Europe does a lot of like crazy things. Um, I know when I was in Ireland, uh, I was drinking a lot of a uh, Magner cider because cider is like a, a big Get style over there right now. Well, they, dude, this was like so 10 out. years ago. <laughs> um, but uh, they did the one uh, the one pub that we went to had a uh, a tap that poured cider and ice like crushed ice all out of the same tap. It was very, very odd. Like a cider slushy? Kind of. Yeah. But it was like ice, ice cold. Ice, ice, baby. Yeah. But I, I was like, I've never had ice in a, in a beer. Like even a cider, it's weird having a, a ice in. And that was another thing that untapped uh, WTF just featured the Oh, the guy who does the ice in the beer. We did a lot of them. I want to follow. I, I think I want to follow him with the podcast. So my father-in-law actually does uh, ice in his beer. And I get, I, I, I call him out every time I see him. You yeah. should, you should roundhouse kick the glass out of his hand every <laughs> single time. Just swayze it out of there every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you doing? He's yeah. like, ah. Just going to roadhouse the beer out of his hand. Cow. Oh, dude. No, I've seen a couple, I've had, I've, I've known a couple guys that put ice in their beer. Those are called ladies. Oh man. It, is there? I mean, I, you do you do realize that ice is gonna melt. It's gonna be water, right? So. What's the main ingredient in water, bro, or in beer, bro? It's water. Yeah, it's it's why I've been slowly trying to get the ice out of my whiskey because <laughs> I drink it a lot slower than I used to. Whiskey rocks, man. Whiskey rocks. Yeah, the rocks work, you man. Big. You gotta get those ice cube makers that make like the big the, the circle. Yeah, we have the Death Star ones, mm-hmm. so that's what we use. Very nice. They put a little Death Star in there. Yeah. Um, Fucking nerds. <laughs> this is a, I, I mean, it's nice. Um, I feel like I'm losing the fruit as we go along. That's what I said. I was, I was losing the fruit, but getting more of the coconut as I was, um, as I was drinking it. And as I continue, I just poured a little bit of fresh from the can and I got the fruit back. But as you were saying, I'm going to let this sit. I started getting more coconut. Hmm. because I'm starting to get like more so on the back end, like more of the, I would say. Cause like, coconut's not like a super sweet fruit. Yeah. I'm, and it's more of like, almost like part of that grain profile. Almost. Yeah. It kind of gives it that nice, like soft, like, um, like oats. It's giving you kind of like that soft taste to it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think we should sip on this a little bit. Let it, uh, yeah. Let it marinate a little bit. Um, I'm going to let it settle a little bit more after I just poured this out. How are you feeling about the the heavy cream over there? I love it. It's all Look at that lacing right there. Yeah. There you I, go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no double deuce Leah, but it's a good beer. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, constantly like you, uh, you, you really can't complain about that. I mean, yeah, heavy cream is, um, I would, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like you've been talking about, um, you've been talking about, uh, uh, label art all night. And like my, one of my favorites is stick, man. I, I love them, dude. I love their, like, label yeah, art. that's Wu-Tang clan of stick figures. How can you beat that? So, I mean, come on, dude. It's so, it's, it's, 
and every one of his is, is it's awesome. Uh, well, it's, proportions. I'll show that one. I mean, it's yeah, just, that one. I, I like that one because the dude's like in the tub and it's just, ah, that's awesome. It, it, it's it, all, they're all, they're all incredible. I love it. Yeah. Them. It's just consistent with, uh, with hop head gears. Yeah. Hop heads. That's the, uh, that's the guy who designs all yeah. of it. Um, that's great work. Uh, I mean, every, every single one he puts out, I, I would say there's not a label at stick man where I don't go, Oh, that's creative. That's yeah. like you said, the tongue in cheek that they do with it. Oh yeah. The deuce is definitely the best one though. That's the best. one. Which one's that? The double deuce can art. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The dude on the toilet. I, yeah. I would almost get that tattooed on me. The double, double deuce has the hop heads, uh, logo the hop heads, on it. It's yeah. the hop heads guy on a toilet. Yeah. Like part of me, like every time I look at that because of how much I like that beer, when I think about, am I going to get a beer related tattoo? It might be the double deuce guy on my calf. Just like, so I, I would be, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you guys and I'll go ahead and ask you now. Okay. Um, it, are Ethan and Harry going to ever get together? Oh my God. We're trying to, we're trying to work things out. Did Zeppi tell you to ask this? No, no, I haven't done this on my own. There's a, uh, there's a lot of moving. if you're behind this question, I swear to God. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, you know, we need to, uh, we would need to, uh, we would need to have a nice civil conversation. We would need to even the playing field a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there would definitely have to be some sort of home field advantage. Um, definitely frustrating because I, I love I love both of them. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like we're like two kids in the middle of a divorce. Yeah, yeah, you're like the you're like the kid in the middle of a divorce. Yeah, like I Ma- know we mommy get- just threw a plate or daddy just threw a plate of spaghetti against the wall. I know. Like I know we're gonna get two Christmases from them, but at the same time, I just I just want everything to be okay. Um, what about Thanksgiving? It's such a problem. Hold Christmas, on. we're good. Thanksgiving, we're screwed. Um, two Christmases. All right, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we we've uh, we've talked to both parties, and they are uh, they are willing to to duke it out. I feel like we're trying to book an MMA fight. <laughs> I am very interested in this. Very I I feel like uh, I feel like. Um, one of them is more aggressive than the other. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Ethan is definitely like, oh, bring him on. I'm gonna put him in a body bag. I feel like we're gonna like we're gonna have a montage where we toughen up Harry for this. Yeah, <laughs> just like to like a Rocky montage. Yeah, we gotta take him to the Apollo Creed Dude, gym. We're gonna take him out in the middle of the woods, like in Rocky Four. <laughs> oh yeah, he's lifting. Uh, Lumber. He's out there like Buckman. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting dead on fire. <laughs> yeah. um, that's it. That's the one. Um, yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, I think it'll be an interesting conversation. I think Dan and I have to be there to mediate the. Uh, yeah, I think there. It's going to be a. Me- there's going to be a mediating going on. There has to be a degree of. Uh, there has to be a, a civility to it. I would, I would assume, and I would hope, I would hope that you guys did that. Um, just, you know, I, I would like to see it. I'm interested in it. I, I'm really kind of confused though, as to what, what's, you know, what the whole deal is and everything. To be honest with you. I but, have an, I, I have an idea of what the whole deal is and, uh, I don't want to spoil yeah. it. Um, We've had yeah, a couple no, discussions no. on what the deal is. And I think, um, 
actually, I think it was Zeppi that made a really good point about why this is going on. I think we kind of went, okay, that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, uh, Zeppi, the guy who told you to ask this question on the episode, it's okay. You don't have to tell us he didn't. Question. He's probably gonna be pissed. At you don't have to say anything. Just, just shake your head. Just shake your head. Yes. Blink twice. If he told you to do this, <laughs> just, uh, just uh, tug at your earlobe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bang on a trash can. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, you've already answered a couple of my questions that I've had written down already by yourself. Um, okay. So, what would you what would you say your favorite uh, your favorite style of beer is? I mean, IPA. I mean, it is. I'm not. A, I'm not above. I'm not trying to sound different than everybody else or anything like that. Like. IPA is when it's done really well, it's, it's, you know, really good. And, and if you want to go into what kind of IPA, I'm still not above, you know, being, you know, called a common bitch or whatever. Uh, I, I go with the hazies, the hazy IPAs. It's, it's really good. Um, or the hazy, are you going like double IPA, like in, double Imperial I New I England? Double is, is the, is the right, right place for me. That's the, that's the sweet spot. Uh, triples can be, but they're much more hit and miss than the doubles. The doubles are. I almost so. sent you uh, gambling advice. Have you had that from Stickman? No, I haven't had that one. Yeah, the triple. I've got. Yeah. I've got a. I've got like one or two. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. Like yeah. burial because if I if I I think I talked to somebody about this on another podcast that if. Uh, if I had to rate my beers, like burial is far and away, like the number one brewery in North Carolina. Like it's not even close. Like burial is the best. And you want to talk about artwork? Look up their artwork. Burial beer. It just burial. sounds like the most metal brewery ever. Yeah. It's just called the burial. It it's very metal. And you, you got You just got to look up the artwork. It's crazy. Yeah, I have to check this out. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, you answered my brewery question. Uh, so what, uh, we've been, we've been getting like an outline of like the, the questions for our guests and they're, yeah, I mean, it lends every time we ask the questions, it lends himself to the next question and the next question. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so you pulling up that barrel? Let's check yeah. this out. What, um, oh yeah. The little, uh, the little sickle yeah. right there. Yeah. So what would you say is, would be your, your favorite beer that you've had recently. Dude, that is some stoner metal artwork right there. Yeah. Um, definitely some, definitely some people doing DMT, uh, when they're doing, it looks like a cover of a clutch album. At minimum, minimum they're, they're doing shrooms. It looks like, it looks like somebody spent, uh, like two weeks just watching heavy metal nonstop. (laughs) Major pubage. (laughs) True. Um, the best beer I've had lately, I mean, honestly, probably be that, uh, sensible portions. I, I really enjoyed that. I really, I really liked it. I gave that a 4.75, yo. I know That's he went, he aimed for the stars on that one. It's, yeah. it's, I would say it's my number two from Stickman. As far as down here though, um, it's fucking awesome. That so uh, another, another another little shameless plug here, but on Ben Bruzeled, uh this week, I drank a, uh, a little beer called Atmospheric from Hopfly. It was pretty good. It's a hazy pale ale. 
And I think that that is slowly becoming becoming a contender for my favorite style of beer is that hazy pale. Yo, the pale? Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I would agree 100%. I've had a couple of really good hazy pales. Yeah. I think we uh, we featured one from Odd Logic. We, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we did uh, Stigma Crushers there, um, which was a hazy pale ale. We did, yeah. or no, yeah, that was the hazy pale. And mm-hmm. we did Shaler. Uh, we did the hazy pale ale there, too. I've had the Super Stash Bros. Yeah, Super Stash Brothers mm-hmm. was a hazy pale ale. Um, I actually just had one last weekend. Um, it, it It's a growing, mm-hmm. I think it's a growing trend be, for the people who want the juice but not too much of the hops yeah they don't want it's so they like when you're talking about uh heavy like that uh the ipa double ipa you're talking heavy beers like you're it's gonna sit on your stomach and you're gonna feel 10 pounds heavier immediately uh with this episode already has me like 10 pounds heavier Mm -hmm. yeah with the paleo (laughs) you're gonna with the paleo you don't feel that it's, it's just not it's not the same so what do you guys think go ahead and uh, give your give before your before we get into that yeah we've been looking at the mural this? the mural oh yes the mural yeah. at, at, at burial Please, come on it's sloth and tom Selleck, right yes yes yeah. I, I i can't stop looking at it why <laughs> the combination i don't know I don't it know. is it is one of the coolest things I've ever seen at a brewery. <laughs> and is, behind that is, is that the barn from, uh, is that the barn from Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No, I don't think oh, so. I, never, I haven't seen that. I would not think so. There's a barn and a bunch of barrels. The hay barn. Yeah, it's a hay barn. So it's very like North Carolina. Yeah. Like it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, actually it looks like a drying barn, like tobacco mm-hmm. almost <laughs> like, um, like real open on the bottom floor and everything. Big doors straight through. I have to, check, I have to see that again. But um, yeah, it's like Sloth and Tom Selleck just arm in arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> it really is. So, guys, honestly, uh, I can, I'm, I'll, I will definitely send you some resident culture, but you have to try burial. Uh, so, <laughs> it's my mission now to, to get some burial. And send it up to you guys. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely uh that's a that's a hype beer for us now. Yeah, my main request oh, is I want the most metal can art. I get hit up for the most. What's that? It's one of the beers I get hit up for the most. So I was oh, actually really? kind of a little bit surprised when you said resident culture. You you really want you really like resident culture because normally people are like, Oh, I want burial. I want burial. I mean, resident culture is really the only one that I've had from. I came in completely blank slate to North Carolina, and right now I just. Well, you've want- had resident culture too. We've had that on an episode. That's uh, right there. Radical empathy. Oh shit! That that pilsner. Yep. We didn't have it on an episode. We uh. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah. no, we drank that after. An we episode. drank that after an episode, okay. and we were like four sheets to the wind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good Pilsner, though. Yeah, that was a good Pilsner. As much as I can remember. Yeah. We, like, fell asleep like true dads after drinking that. We were, like, sitting on the couch, like, with our necks tilted back. like Hands over our stomach. (laughs) It was, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving dad. Yeah, Yeah. Thanksgiving dad, totally. We we hit the tryptophan really hard. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Um, You want to rate this before we get to the end? Because we're going to really switch gears after this beer. Yep. And uh, 
Um, you know, if you if you don't know, if you're just tuning in at an hour and a half into this podcast, I <laughs> really don't know about your life decisions. But, you know, yeah, how did you fast forward through this? Yeah, you do you, bro. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're rating off the untapped scale uh, and you can follow us on untapped at best best friends pod. That's at best best friends P O D. All right. Um, yeah, as far as this goes, it got, um, it might have gotten better as it warmed up a little bit. I liked it. I'm glad you mentioned that. I liked it. I liked it nice and crisp out of, out of the fridge. Um, but for me, it kind of mellowed out. Um, it, it softened up a little bit because when it, when we first got it out, it was really crisp and cold. Um, it was, it's, it's a whole different mouthfeel now at the end. Um, I feel like the pineapple and the coconut play a little better together. Yes. Um, it's enjoyable. Uh, it's tropical. Um, it's definitely, uh, definitely a pool beer. Um, yeah, yeah I would this is go like vacation. Beer. Yeah. I would go, uh, I would go three, seven, five on that. Cool. Yeah. So for me on this beer, um, didn't deviate too much from four, uh, first couple sips, like you said, um, crisp liked it very enjoyable, cold. And when you started saying you wanted to enjoy it warm, I started getting a little bit more coconut. And I was like, Ooh, okay. I agree with you. Let's get this warm. I want to try. I want to see if more of this coconut comes out, which it did. And there was like that tug of war with the pineapple and the coconut. Um, it did get a lot softer, which I think the coconut was kind of winning that battle as it got warmer. Um, mm-hmm. cause it did get a, like a softer taste to it. I'm going to keep this guy at a four for me. Okay. Um, so we're in between here. I, I'd be, I, I'd be safe rounding up. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I would rate that. I, I know I'm a chronic overrater. Like I, like I stated earlier, but, um, I definitely, I, de- I would, I, I think I actually put that as a 4.25 in my untapped. Okay. So I think four, right four, yeah. uh, I've had that beer a lot, so I know exactly what that beer is and, and <laughs> very comfortable rating at a 4.25. Okay. So, cool. Yeah, I'm very comfortable with that. Do you want to, I mean, you just want to throw out like what you, what you would think about the, the heavy cream. The heavy cream, I'd, I'd probably say four point five, four point five. I get you with another like one there. I like sensible portions better, so I can't rate it. I can't rate it equal. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Sorry, I just got hit with a, a burp again. <laughs> You're got, all right. Got me thinking. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I, I am so sorry. It's uh, Greek chicken, man. Greek chicken night. Yeah. Um, and heist did a beer that I sent to Dan a little while ago. Cause we, we did the, the whole damn Daniel drop. They have that dank Daniel. They have dank Daniel. Yes. I'm not a big fan of that beer. Actually. Oh really? No, I don't Not a good beer. Oh, that sucks. Cause that's like a, that's right. I was about ready to slide in your like DMS well, the about that. Beer, their quenchal beers. Their quenchal beers is the one is the, the hazy IPA game. Citraquential is uh, all single IPA, seven percent. Um, 
like a single hop citra. Yeah, it's just a single hop citra, double dry hop kind of deal. Now you're speaking our language. Yeah. And then uh and then they do the Uber Quenchal, which is the double version of Citra Quenchal. Ooh. Um and, and I mean those are those are rated very well. Um but they're high beers and uh that's a beer that I actually enjoy drinking all the time. They're where I'm trading and sending people beers. I always like to include beers that like I drink all the time as opposed to just high beers. I would say it's a good, um, we were talking about this with, uh, with trading and setting up episodes where we swapped, um, having good representations of the breweries. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. You don't want to send like, if we're doing like two beers, you want to send like that one that's like out of left field a little bit, but you always also want to send that staple beer. The one that's like, you would say is a good representation of them. It's yeah. always good. It's never changing. It's like they're, you know, a good staple yeah. beer. And like and this, I, this is yeah. like a good, like they're good summer beer right here. You would say like, this is yeah. like their staple summer beer. Yeah. This is their, this is their summer. Like it's only summer comes crusher. out. Yeah. Yeah. If I could wear my board shorts outside right now, I'd probably wear my board shorts and drink this, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's really, pretty cool. really what it is. And honestly, the, the new Anthem, any IPA that you grab off of them, that's a staple beer. Those are, that's just what they do. Like, so they do that normally. The, I don't know. I really like them. So no, two great choices. Um, as yeah. a blank slate for North Carolina, this was awesome for me. So I appreciate, uh, both beers you brought. They were, uh, yeah. North Carolina raised yeah. up. They waved the towel around, you know? Yeah. I don't know why you didn't throw any, I don't know why you didn't throw any brisket into the box, but you know, I'll just wait till next time. Well, we don't do brisket here. Oh, no brisket. No, you're going to get like pulled pork. No, dude. Yeah. No, Carolina's pork and Texas is brisket. Yeah. Pork with a, can you get pork with a vinegary, uh, vinegar based, uh, Vinegar based barbecue sauce, a little bit of coleslaw on yeah, top. Yeah, see, I know about the sauce. Well, there's two. There's two factions there. If we want, are we getting into barbecue? You can get into bar- <laughs> we'll get into barbecue. I'll talk barbecue there's all day. Factions here. There's two factions here. Uh, the vinegar base that you talk of that is West Coast North Carolina. Okay, uh, that is uh, split it down the middle. It's like go coastal. to the west, and, and that is that. Uh, that's uh, that's where the vinegar is based. The tomato base uh, sauce is on the eastern side. Okay. So, and all of North Carolina, you're talking about pulled pork or chopped pork. That's really it. That's the only type you're talking about. And the best that I've ever had in North Carolina is Lexington barbecue. Okay. And I, I, definitely got to go to Lexington. Am I am I correct with the coleslaw on top of the yes. pulled pork? Okay. Yes, and you got the choice. Some some places will give you the choice between white and red and if you ever get if you ever if you ever get that choice and you're a vinegar fan definitely choose the red, red right the yeah red the, um, the white is more sugar and mayonnaise yep and then uh and you guys do the uh you guys do coleslaw on your hot dogs down there too as well right yeah so that's the all the way so we'll do we'll do uh onions chili coleslaw mustard ketchup all the way. You lost me a ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup well, does not belong in a hot dog. All the way is everything. All the way is like literally every ingredient that you have. I always see that on like, you, you'll see like pictures of like hot dogs around the, around the U S. Yeah. And I always wondered like, man, what's that? Like, I like chili. I like coleslaw. Like I just paired together. It doesn't seem like they go together, but 
Oh, no. chili and coleslaw. Yeah, that's Carolina style. I mean, that's a, and then after that, but the base is definitely chili and coleslaw. And yeah, it's worth it, dude. It's good. It yeah, works. I would definitely, I would definitely try it. I'm a little bit adventurous like that. Dan, well, Dan has checked out once we started talking about coleslaw because I, uh, I hate coleslaw. I was actually looking up the place I went to in uh, uh, Murfreesboro when I was down there in uh, North Carolina. Dan, Dan is a uh, something. <laughs> something happened in Dan's childhood where he just uh, white liquids, white liquids. I hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is awful. Yeah. I mean, we're, sour cream. we're consensus, consensus here. Sour cream uh, deserves to be all gathered up into a rocket ship and, and shot straight into the sun because it's a garbage item. Sour cream? Yeah. Sour cream is a garbage item for trailer trash. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sour cream is uh, It's good. junk. It's not like if you if you pull out it's it's soured milk and that's what you when you pull out milk and it's soured you go oof gotta yeah, throw this out cheese. that's cottage cheese bro like cottage cheese cottage is che- what you can send off in the freaking rocket like get that shit out of here yeah cottage cheese yeah. if you're if you're if you if you come up to me and say I enjoy eating a spoonful of cottage cheese <laughs> my first question is where are you hiding the bodies. <laughs> because you're an absolute psychopath. Nobody likes a spoonful of cottage cheese. Oh, it's healthy. It's good for you. It's fucking not. That's what you need to tell yourself to comfort yourself after you after you kill somebody. <laughs> and buried them under the front porch. There's no way. You, there's no way. Like John John Wayne Gacy style. Yeah. <laughs> G- Gacy definitely Gacy indulged definitely in ate cottage cheese. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I like cottage cheese with a little peaches in it. Oh, fuck you, Dan. I, that's what I was going to say. I was like, oh, the people that say, the, oh, just add a little peach to it. Oh, no, no, no. I like cottage cheese no. with peaches in it. You're junk. <laughs> junk. You want to see my body collection in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this. Let's get into our, our, our finale here. The grand finale. Uh, we're actually, we're, we're steering real clear of IPAs for this one. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this is a real palate cleanser. Yeah, hold on. Let me uh, let me get a sip of water. Before All right. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, we're gonna do another beer from Stickman. Uh, rating untapped. Pod drop. Um, <laughs> that's about it. We're there. Um, so as we get to closer to fall, we're gonna we're gonna see more. Um, more and more Oct- Oktoberfest. I would say I am a recent um, convert, like I said in the beginning, to the uh, to the Oktoberfest. I usually skip. I skip these beers. Yeah. So most we, of the time, we had a conversation the uh, the other night um, where we drank uh, another Oktoberfest, and you know, we Dan and I talked about how we always had that stigma of Oktoberfest of being kind of like almost like a spiced ale. Um, kind of like a pumpkin beer, like, but not as like, not yeah. as sweet, just yeah. like a spiced ale. And it's just, it's not what it is. It's a, it's a lager, a correct, a, a proper Oktoberfest is a yeah, lager. It's a proper lager. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're getting it more into fall and it's, that's the beer I guess to have now is the Oktoberfest. I feel like as a craft beer podcast, we have to kind of lean into that, lean into it and, you know, as a non-Oktoberfest drinker, I decided, you know, 
and as well. It's in the rare case that, you know, we we typically don't try the beers that we're going to have on the episode before the episode. Um, every once, yourself. Yeah, every once in a while, Dan, <laughs> more times than not. Dan Most of the time I just go into my fridge. I'm like, fuck, we're going to drink this <laughs> for that. Ah, never mind. Okay. Um, but this is a rare case where we have both drank the beer that we're about to have before the podcast. Yep. I have, I have not though. I have not had this beer. So this is a stick man you have not had yet. No. All right. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Zang. All right. <laughs> Let's get in. Let's get into this beer. Um, so we are going to be doing general merriment by Stickman Brews. Bringing it back to Stickman. Yeah, you got to. Also, um, Stickman can art on point for this one. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Stickman's uh, general merriment. Again, Stickman Brews, Roars Ford, Pennsylvania. It's a Marzen style lager. 6.1% alcohol by volume. 3.59 on untapped. I can only assume that because you can, you know, it's not hazy that they probably got 3.59 on this. It's just not a popular style. I mean, I will be the first to say like Oktoberfest never really like quote tickled my fancy. Well, loggers in general are looked down upon um, by the, the so-called craft beer community. This is just called the hazy IPA community. Yes, um, it's it's a style that is, again, there's nothing to hide. Um, it takes skill to brew. Um, it's a process to brew it. Uh, it's not like someone can start brewing uh, lager today to put out next week. You know, it's there's a lagering process. Yep. It, that's why it's called it's called lagering a beer. Um do you so, know you know the special process uh, for lagering a beer? Like why it's uh, a little bit more difficult? Yeah, it's cold. Uh, they do it uh, cold aged or cold yeah. fermented. So uh, when you're doing, when you're uh, fermenting an IPA, you can uh, pretty much do that around like 70 degrees. Like just as long as it doesn't get over, I'm not sure on this about 80, I would say. Like as long as it doesn't go over 80 degrees, then you're good. A uh, lager has to be brewed and fermented like at like 60 degrees or below. Uh, so um, it's a little bit more difficult. It uh, definitely became more popular with refrigeration. Um, uh, became more easier to do. Before that, they would use like root cellars and stuff. But it's definitely a harder brew to brew. So All I right. did a uh, one of my one of my final <laughs> one of my final papers of uh, of college. I did the history of beer and I, I got into uh, the main, the main, the two main beers, beer styles were ales and lagers. Yep. And it was basically uh, lagers came about because they fermented, they had to ferment ales at a lower temperature because they put it in the basement. It got colder. Basements get cold stone basements um, and it lagered. Yeah. So that's how it kind of came about. A little history lesson there. The more, you know. Yep. Yes. From your from your not history major, from my host. not professional. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't go on the beer side. I went a lot more on like the terrible side of history. Yeah, <laughs> you went on the the liquor running. Yeah, I was a more a bootlegger. <laughs> I don't really know anything. I just go on things I've heard. So, 
And no, I mean, you're, you're spot on with it. And that's exactly, um, that's exactly the history lesson we've gotten about loggers as well as what he has done in his undergrad research. Yep. <laughs> film, film major doing a paper about beers. Yeah. Uh, tale as old as time. Uh, you ready to crack this? I am. Let's do it. All right. One, two, three. All right. Give me that glass, sir. I used a new one, huh? Yeah. I'm getting my my hype beer glass. There you go. A little tired hands. Yeah, a little action. tired hands action. All right. That nice, nice amber color. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You guys sing uh, three eleven? Yep. That's what it is. I was going to say it's the color of my density. <laughs> you are of my density. Dentistry? What's that? Of your dentistry? No, my dent density. <laughs> I was about to say, I didn't know you were a dentist. <laughs> if amber is the color of your dentistry, you need to go see a dentist. <laughs> if that's the case, you need to go see uh, teeth whitening. Oh, man. This just, beer just smells so good. Yeah. So I had this beer actually right after uh, hanging out with your uh, co-host, uh, ah. Bamboozled. So like after we hung out Stickman, I came home, you know, after having a couple of the hazy IPAs, I figured, you know what? I'm going to give this Mars and Lager a chance. I haven't had an October. This was actually my, I would say my first Oktoberfest that I've enjoyed. My very first Oktoberfest was Sam Adams and that kind of ruined it for me. I would yeah. say, um, yeah. but having this, uh, this was, yeah, that was a, uh, I, I drank it earlier in the night and you, uh, you kind of got home from hanging out with, uh, the, uh, the Jersey constituents yeah, and, uh, the New Jersey constituents. You were like, you know, this, uh, this Oktoberfest is looking at, looking me in the eyes. Yeah. It, it looked at me a certain way yeah. and I looked at it back. I winked at it. You just gave in. All right, guys. All right. Cheers. Slancha. Yes. And this is why I wanted to take this beer as like the final beer because I knew I was just going to sit back and enjoy this. Oh, yeah. Um, so a big reason why we decided to do this beer um, was we, we did get a little inside information from Ethan. <clears throat> yep. And, uh, you know, I'll preface this by we did get permission to to talk about this um, yep. from from the horse's ass. Uh, Straight from the horse's <clears throat> sorry, ass. Sorry, I mean mouth. the horse's mouth. Um, uh, Stickman has submitted this beer to the Great American Beer Fest uh, for the yeah. Mars and category. I don't know if it's a Mars and category or if it's a lager category. I'm not sure. Um, I wish we had a little bit more information for it. He just said. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to go pick up the Mars. And he's like, I hope you like it because I submitted it to <laughs> great American beer festival. Yeah. Yes, I, I got to go uh, to the bathroom. Go for it. Uh, second guess. It's going to pee during the, uh, show. yeah. Um, at least he didn't bring the uh, computer with him. <laughs> Dave, Dave. <laughs> um, I only say, and no, like wait, wait was that Dave or was that Jason? Oh, it was actually Jason after the episode. Remember? Oh no, Dave and Jason, we both went on P adventures with them. Yeah, so. um, J- Jason from Ideal Brew, I think after we hung up, yes. took took the uh, 
took his phone with him and yeah, went to the bathroom. Yeah. Dave during the episode took his whole computer and put it on the damn toilet. And that's called commitment. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Stickman has submitted this for, for GABF and I wish there was a way to like get like a, some kind of voting going on. Um, that was the fastest P in the history of P's. There is no way because I feel like I was peeing for like five minutes there. I don't. Seriously. Yeah, I didn't even get to sit back and like really get into the conversation. <laughs> I like leaned back. You came in and went, "Okay, I'm back." We talked. <laughs> we talked about. We talked about past guests who have peed during the episode. Yeah, and yeah, this you actually won. You're the fastest peer because. I would say Dave sat there and pissed and talked to us and like had a genuine conversation with us yeah. while we listened to it. it. We were, well, we didn't know what he was doing. Like basically he also not on a phone, on a laptop. So he yeah. picks up his laptop and he's like walking and everything. And we're just sitting there. We're talking to him. He puts the laptop down. We have no idea what's going on. All of a sudden it's just like tinkle noise in the background. We're just like, well, Dave, in the background changed. He, he went into like this like Blair Witch basement. Yeah, we're like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, no, that was uh, Jason. He goes in this weird, oh, like, it was that. Yeah, dude? that was when he goes into like the death basement. We're like, what's he doing? <laughs> um, He's like, I just have this tube down here I pee into. <laughs> it wasn't even a bathroom. It was just a tube that went down. Jesus. Um, so we were talking about um, Ethan said they submitted it for uh, GABF. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I, I I wish there was some kind of way that we could uh, like an audience vote vote. for it. Yeah, yeah. Vote for it to get uh, in. Um, we might, if, if he gets uh, selected, if this beer gets selected to get put in, I would imagine GABF is going to be all virtual this year, That's true. Um, which I don't know how they're going to do, but uh, if there is probably some kind the of, judges are going to be virtual, I guess for it. I don't know. Cause we're gonna do big Zoom parties and have breakout groups. They might do something like a like, um, was it the AC Beer Fest was doing like a? They're just sending out boxes of beer. It wasn't AC. It was something else that was uh, sending out the box with like the decorative backgrounds. So yeah, you could take pictures of all your beers. So they would send out like you featured know, beers. It was like eight beers that you would get yeah. in this like box, and the box also doubled as a stage where you could take pictures of your beers and everything. And just be a real fucking douche lord. Yeah, it was it. It was on Untapped. It was whatever. Uh, I forget what that beer festival was, but they like you got like an invitation to it or fifteen percent yeah, off your invite. Like that. Um, uh, give me my money back. No, I don't want. I mean, if the reason you go to a beer festival is to be around the people, not to just drink the beer. Right. Um, I mean, you can have a Zoom beer festival anytime you want. You just hop on Zoom with a bunch of. Uh, Tom and I have a Skype awesome. beer festival. We're going to do, do a Zoom meeting with a bunch of breakout groups, is what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Tom and I are in a Skype beer festival every week with our guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sometimes no. we're just in a beer festival by ourselves in this office. Guys, I'm really, I'm actually really enjoying this beer. I really like this. It's yeah. Good. So, um, it, uh, it, it does stand out. Uh, like, like I said, Dan and I drank another Oktoberfest. Uh, we drank, uh, Lupulin. Lupulin brewing out of Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Hey, eh? um, oh gosh. Oh yeah. Straight out of Fargo. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we, we drank that one and it was just, a it was a different style, man. It was, a it was very crispy. It was very like, a. It was very pale. It, very, it pale, I would say very pale. It was more so it was like, like a golden, 
golden color. I would say it's like Yangling. It was like a, it was like a lager. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a straight up lager. Um, it was crisp. It I mean, it, not to say that it was bad, but it, it paled good. in comparison to general merriment. Like the reason why the, one of the reasons why I like this style so much is because I feel like right now in 35 degree weather where you guys are, you can drink it and it's good. Uh, where I'm at, where it's probably about 60 degrees outside, I can drink it. It's good. Uh, if it's, uh, you know, really warm, about 80, 90 degrees, I can drop a lime in there. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not sprucing it up with any adjuncts. Utilitarian uh, beer right here. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, like, maltiness to it. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's kind of like almost like a sweetness to it on the back end. And like, I kind of enjoy the malt like flavor profile to it, this. Yeah. So it just has like a nice sweet roast. Yeah, flavor. exactly. Um, to where it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not crushing your palate like a, like a, like an Imperial stout would, um, with that like coffee roastiness. But, uh, yeah, th- yeah like you said, it's a, it's like a sweet roast or not too dark, like a porter. It's, it's just coffee, like, it's like, it's almost like you're drinking coffee like i don't know like you guys how do you drink your coffee i drink black yeah i drink it like i like my women black and powerful there you go (laughs) (laughs) i like a little splash of oat milk in mine okay all right yeah i'm a little bougie like that dan okay okay dan dan okay (laughs) i do my cold brew i steep it in the fridge for about 12 hours and then i uh Mm -hmm. throw a little oat milk in it um yeah for me this is kind of reminiscent of like Toasted pecans. Ooh, yes. Or pecans, yeah. depending on pecan sandies. Yeah, pecan sandies. Let your daughters pop with us. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, it's got that like you know, it's got that like uh you get the roasted flavor, you know, you toast some some pecans, you get a roastiness, but you also get that like a uh, a little bit of sweet and a and a little yeah. bit of nuttiness to it. Yeah, it's almost mm-hmm. like a mapley kind yeah. of like yeah, kind of like like you said, a pecan pie almost mm-hmm. kind of flavor to it. Yeah, it's really enjoyable. That's a great point. I, I, I like that. I like that description. Pecans is, is perfect. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> See, I know what I'm talking about every once in a while. Yeah, but this, like, I'm not an Oktoberfest drinker, and, like, I gushed about this beer. And, yeah, I drank it. Fell asleep like a dad again on my couch. It's a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We we don't have that much time left in the podcast, but we could spend a whole t- podcast, you know, just gushing about this beer. It's just so this was like so an, well done. Like you said, like we we took this podcast almost like a plane ride. You know, we got up to cruising altitude, enjoying yeah. a couple solid IPAs. This is a landing beer right here. Oh yeah. This is a beer where like at the end of the party or something, like everybody's going home, you're picking up after the party and like the fire's still going out back and you're just going to sit there and like drink one of these and just relax. It's like, it's, it's that beer. You know, when you're drinking all the leftover beers and stuff, like, yeah. It's that beer where it's like, no, we don't drink all the leftover beers. We call that a Jersey turnpike. You've been hanging out with Zeppi too much. (laughs) Uh, no, it's that it's that beer where it's like, you know, everybody leaves the party, but it's like you're you're three or four like really good friends and you guys sit down and And you have a couple of those beers that you set in the back of the exactly. fridge that nobody would find. Talking shit about everybody. Yep. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. Someone to just oh, sit yeah. back and sip yep. a little bit. You're like, man, I can't believe Tom shit his pants tonight. That was crazy, wasn't it? It's another story for another day. <laughs> another story for another day. Yeah, maybe it'll get brought up. <laughs> Jesus. That was that was teased in episode two. I know. <laughs> it took this many episodes to bring it back. Yeah. Um we digress. We digress. Yeah. Well, it's one of those beers where you're gonna digress. You're gonna talk about the night. Um yeah, this beer for me was tops, I would say, in its category. And definitely a GABF worthy. Yeah. yeah, I wish Stickman all the best on this. Like, best of luck. I think you have a really good chance with this beer. Yeah. I mean, if that garbage bind could make it. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, I joke. I joke. We really enjoyed Bind. Yeah, uh, Bind was awesome. We have a we have a local brewery that we, we featured a couple episodes ago uh, that submitted a uh, West Coast IPA, correct? Yeah, so it was an East Coast company submitting a West Coast IPA. You're going to smell that in a little bit, Tom, and I apologize. It was a bad <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, so West Coast IPA submitted by... Damn, Daniel. Submitted by an East Coast brewery that won... One gold. 2018's yeah great american beer festival gold winner for west coast style ipa so um it was an amazing beer i think this has the same kind of unique taste to it where i think they're nailing the style it's that it's that uh the pa uh, ph level in the water yeah, it's, it's the pennsylvania water it's just the best water in in the, in these united states of america yeah uh, uh, the three rivers Three rivers. No, 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 not that side of Pennsylvania. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. My sir, bad. sir, sir, <laughs> I'm triggered now. <laughs> sir, we only have the only the best from the Delaware River. Okay, <laughs> we have the Delaware and the Skeuckle. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll text you the spelling of that, and you try and pronounce it. <laughs> It's like, it's like your, it's like your Instagram handle. Moostalica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's the one I want to do is Moostalica. There, the there's 17 consonants in one vowel. Moostalica. Uh, the, the story behind that is my, um, my papa, which is my grandpa. That's what we call grandpas down here in the South. Uh, he used to call all of his grandkids mollusticas. And I have no idea where it came from. Not a clue. But that's just what he called us. And so that's what I you know, started my my handle as. Never changed it. Hmm. So. Yeah, I was going to say it's very unique. And I never, uh, I never looked it up or anything because I was like, well, I'm going to ask him what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. So, well, I I typed mollustica into uh, into Google. What? Did you find like it's a type of fish? Nope. I found uh, Russian websites. Ah, okay. I have two. I have two options, and they're both Russian. Well, secretively, I'm the reason why Trump is your president. So, hey. Oh, all right. Well. Well, hey, can you do anything for Tom here? Because he's running. <laughs> yeah, me and my vice president Pilsner and uh, my my secretary of hops over here. Uh, what was Zeppi? Um, God, what was he? He was, um, I think he was going to be hot master general because of all of his shipping. Was he hot, hot master general? Okay. Yes. Cause he said he wasn't going to change the uh, the post office. Yeah, he wasn't going to change the post he's office. He's my hot master general. Uh, and then secretary of agriculture was going to be... Uh, 
Harry. Harry. Yep. And then my press secretary is, uh, is Ethan. Yeah. I was going to say, nobody's going to handle the press quite like Ethan. Nope. Cause he'll, he'll yell at you. He'll <laughs> just, just yell at you and make you cry. He's going to spice her. He's going to spice it up. Yeah. I almost took my last sip and yeah, I just stopped myself. Spicer was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Spicer, he like quit after like two weeks, didn't he? Oh, yeah, because yeah. he just yelled back at everybody until he quit. <laughs> he was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to the bushes. Yeah, and then we had uh we had Megan or uh, uh Mike Huckabee's daughter with the with yeah. with the wonky eye. Huckabee Sanders, yeah. Yeah. What, Where what she was, was Sarah, Sarah Huckabee. Yeah. She was looking at both sides of the uh yeah, the press. It. Yeah, she was like uh was it was that Rango like, hey. was that Rango, the lizard yes. uh lizard movie? Well she was a she's a lizard per the Huckabees are all lizard They're people. All, yeah, conspiracy theories. We're, yeah. We're, dude, we've hailed back to the older episodes yeah. on this one. That was good. Yeah. I like it. I like it. We're not we're not forgetting our, our roots. We don't forget our roots. Yeah. We're, we don't we're, forget our bind. We're the same old OGs over here. <laughs> we stay true to our bind. Um all right. Well, we're get we're getting up against it here. Okay. Um, so I think we should uh we should rate this beer. I think I'm gonna defer to our guest here for this uh first rating here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's yeah, I do I have to do the non-paid subscription to untap version? <laughs> you do what you want, man. I mean, I'll do the fucking math if you want me to. I'll do the four. I'll, fine, fuck it. I'll do the 4.25. Okay. 4.25. Okay. <laughs> okay, and, Moose. Okay. All right. All right, Moose. Uh, any reason behind that? Uh, just because I think it deserves more than a four. And, uh, but I don't think it deserves, uh, I think it's somewhere in between four and four point two five. Okay. All right. Um, but I'll say four point two five because I I'll, I'll side with the the higher one. All right. I like your style. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, now I get to take my final sip. Do it. It just really hits all the notes for me. Um, as far as um. As far as Oktoberfest go, um, I mean, it, it's kind of brought me back to the style. Um, not Baby to steal, not back. not to steal uh, Dan's thunder there. Baby, no. come back. Um, it really like it brought me back in. Like, oh, you know, this is what a good logger can be. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it just puts me in that place of like. I'm sitting by the fire, nice crisp autumn night. Drinking. I want to build a fire pit just because of this. Oh beer. yeah. Um, yeah. And for me, uh, and you know, haters are going to hate and they're going to call me a shill. Um, they're saying that I'm working with big government. Um, You're working with big stick man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Oh, I'm going to give Whoa, 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 whoa. Five? It's, whoa. this is the, Best Oktoberfest that I have had so far. Oh, it, it might be just the best, the yeah. best Oktoberfest I've ever had. And now, I, I would agree with you going with a five because we're rating based on the style too. Yeah, absolutely. And like our conversation on Sunday when we had that other Oktoberfest, we kind of looked at each other and went, Stickman's got a good chance if this is what other Oktoberfests are doing right now. 
because we were like, you know, we weren't impressed with what, you know, Lupulin had to offer. We enjoyed it, but it wasn't like what we said about stick, uh, Stickman's, you know, general merriment when we had it. Oh, yeah. And I think this one hit all the marks that that other Oktoberfest just couldn't quite reach. And we kind of looked at each other at the same time and kind of said, yes, like they have a good chance, um, which I wish them all the best. I hope I hope they got a nice little badge that they're going to put on this next label that says, you know, 2020 quarantine champions of the world or whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck it's going to say. <laughs> but I will go ahead and say four, seven, five for this. one. OK. All right. Only because it's not a style I go for, but it has rehabilitated me, maybe converted me towards more so trying more. Rejuvenated you. It's rehabilitated me. It's getting me out of the hazy boy. Maybe it's getting me out of that. Maybe I'm enjoying more of these. Maybe I might go dark. I might go stouty boy. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so we, we've got varying uh, varying scores here. And it's a, this is a few and far between where Dan actually has to do real math here. Yeah. So I don't I don't know about about y'all, but um, uh, the I'm just glad five, you didn't say yins. I don't think a pill. <laughs> I don't think a pilsner or a lager could ever get a five for me, to be honest with you. So and I want to make that clear. So when I say a four point two five. That's actually really high for me for like, the style because it's not a style you search out for. So that's why I didn't go with a five either. I would agree with you. Like it's just not a style that I give fives because I don't, I don't really search out a lot of loggers, but based on the style, but I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll go against both of you here is I rate based on the style. So this is the yeah. best Oktoberfest. This is the best Mars and lager I've had. Well, that mean, would make it a five. If that's how you rate, then then it's got to be a five, and and I'm not no problem with it. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm no, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mine, see, I, I, I've been saying, oh, I'm an overrater, 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 and then all of a sudden I, I'm rating lower than both of y'all. I would just want to make it clear that that's very high for me for a a, a logger. Like four point two five is high for me for a logger. Most of my most of my loggers are around uh, uh, three point seven five to four. Okay. So this so yeah, is it's not, it's a, I um I agree with how you approach that style too. Um I vote towards the style as well, but then I yeah. do put a there is a certain degree of personal preference within my vote. Um yeah. outside of like just pure style where I just go it's not it's not really my thing and I've said it at nauseum on this <laughs> uh podcast that I'm an IPA guy. I've always been an yeah. IPA guy. So you know, there's that degree there that kind of just keeps it at a four, seven, five for me. Um, I'm just going to do this as a uh, quick show of hands. We have a four point six, six. Who wants a four point seven, five on this quick go? All right. Awesome. Yeah. Four, seven, five. All right. <clears throat> uh, we couldn't get the, the consensus five, but, you know, I tried. I did what I could. Um, <laughs> I thought it was very good. I thought I mean, I, I yeah, just it's a very good beer. And it, I mean, it could have been a five if. Like, I just have to put a little bit of my personal preference into my own vote. I, and I will say I'm a I'm a classic underrater. You are. You don't throw fives out well, a lot. Crazy is I was like, I'm an overrater and then I rate four point two five. And, and this guy know, just goes underrated. five. <laughs> but I have, I have fives that have, tr- have, have stood the test of time. Like I old recipe. I'll go back to it. I've talked to it. 
about it ad nauseum. Um, the uh, old Rasputin is the best imperial stout I've ever had. Yeah, and that's okay. the five. So I can have really good imperial stouts. Like we had uh, Locust Lane's Black is Beautiful, which is an imperial, and it was a yeah. proper imperial. And so I'll ask you a question. When it, when, uh, hold on a second. We got to clarify this real quick. And this is a little experiment that we'll go through. Okay. So when you first drank, what was the first IPA you ever drank? That's a good question. I it, So, um, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know. I'd have to. I remember my first time. Yeah. All I, right. What was your first, what was your first time? Because you said you rate by style too, right? I rate by style. There's a degree of style. Style right, outweighs so personal the, preference. What was the first IPA you ever drank? 60 minute IPA, Dogfish Head. All right. What did you, what would you have rated it when you drank it? When I drank it, I probably would have given it a five based on everything else that was around. You would have given it a five. Yep. I love that beer. But then 90 minute came out and then <laughs> 120 uh, minute came no, out. <laughs> my, my point is obviously that like, when you're looking back, you're like, okay, would I have rated it a five? Um, oh, I, I definitely have those on my list. Like I have a bunch of like ciders and pumpkin beers that were rated fives because this was back in like, I've been on Untappd since 2012. Um, and it just like back before I really knew how to like rate anything, like what my palate was, I was rating beers that were, not, I don't think are worthy of, uh, I don't think we're worthy of fives. I was rating them fives, but I well, have, that's, good. that's consistent. Like, because if it, if you're not, honestly, if, if you're going to rate it a five, that's fine. Like just rate it a five. If you're, if you're rating by style and yeah, this is the first cider I had, it was a five. Well, this next one I had, it's a five. And the next one I had, it's, it's even better. It's a five. Well, this one I had, it's not as good. It's a 4.75. And that's consistent. I yeah. can't have no problem. I think there was a degree of realization when we started the podcast where, yeah. we, where we basically said to ourselves, like rate based on the style and then like personal preference kind of, kind of wavered a little bit for us. So like if it just hit all the style points, like. Absolutely. I kind of just, I, so the way I rate is, uh, uh, talk to me on a, you know, certain day and you might get a five. Talk to me on another day, you might get a 4.75. I like your style. I like your style. Casual. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, just, uh, I'm going to tell you what I think about it, and that's it. Moose is like the business casual of Untapped. I like it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, my, my Untapped is all over the place because I just, I didn't know what I was talking about a long time ago, but, uh, you know, there are a few beers that have like stood the test of time. Like, like I mentioned, uh, Old Rasputin is like a five. And I would agree with that. Like, Old Rasputin is like super good. Like, I really enjoy that beer. And like all other Imperial Stouts just kind of pale in comparison. It's like there's nobody, no, no, no Imperial Stout that I've had that has been ready to take the crown there. You know, if I, if I have that, yeah, sure. That can be a five as well. If it's, if I'm like, Oh my God, this is as good or better than old Russian. That's that a five. Rating. Yeah. I can, can share, share that rating. I think on my, I think on my Instagram, like when I first started posting beers, like the, I, like the ideology I had was would I drink it again. And that was my rating system. 
That's would, a good one. I like that. Would too. I drink it again? If I wouldn't, then uh, it you know was a low like a low score. It was just low or high. And if I would drink it again, it was a high score, obviously. So um, and then Untap came along, and that threw the monkey. <laughs> and so, but like you know when uh, I don't know. I think most if most people just say well, you know would you drink this again? Would you buy it again? Yeah or no. I'm just looking at Tom's cider adventure right now, and it's just oh, I I went I I was a big cider guy. Uh, I went to a cider festival. Yeah. In, uh, in, Do you see how thick his glasses were? He definitely went to a cider festival. <laughs> I'll still say, all right. So for that, I will still say that uh, Hopsation by Woodchuck, which is a hopped cider, I, I still remember that. It's one of my favorite ciders ever. It's so good. If you have a chance to get it, try it. Um, a lot of fives though. We we also we also took a case of Woodchuck cider to a Roots concert. Oh, we did. We did the whitest thing you could possibly ever do, and that's go to see the Roots and then tailgate with Woodchuck cider. And uh, according to uh, according to uh, Untapped, my first IPA was Sculpin from Ballast Point. Oh, nice Ballast Point. Which grapefruit sculpin? I will still say is up there. Yeah, you, you gave sculpin a five. Oh, I scared. No, I gave sculpin a four. When I read it, four point seven five. Oh, okay. It looked like it was full five there. And that was in twenty fourteen, so six yeah. years ago. Untapped, Untapped isn't God though. So if uh, if you had, you, I'm assuming that you had IPAs before 2000. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, Dan yeah. Dan has been trying to get me into IPAs since we were like 21. Oh wow. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, I think it's it's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, totally. I we're gonna get we're gonna get on a tangent here. Uh, we're just gonna start talking until we open up the fridge again. Yeah, <laughs> which we we. We have plenty of beer. Yeah, I was gonna say we have Zeppi's co-host on here. It wouldn't be wouldn't be a Zeppi related episode if we didn't get into the fridge one more time. Well, I'm not. I'm not as. I'm not. I'm not crazy. I, I don't have the amount of beer Zeppi does, but um, I got some. <laughs> crazy. I'm like, how do you go through this? Like a fridge full of it, dude. Like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Well, he's got to, you know, Zeppi's got to have the the most and the best and, you know, you know. He obvious. bougie like that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> bougie. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Moose, we really appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. This has been a good conversation. Yeah. Great yeah. beers from North Carolina. Yeah. I'm impressed, like, as a, as a blank slate coming into this, North Carolina rocks. Yeah, I hope you're ready for Dan texting you constantly, being like, just sliding your DMs. Hey, like, hey you want to you swap, bud? Yeah, what's going on yeah. with New Anthem, man? <laughs> <laughs> got, any cool, got any cool New Anthem beers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any burial beers that are really metal? <laughs> Um, I'll send you guys some uh, burial and some resident culture. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, we'll uh, we'll send you down some uh, some local flavors. Uh, yeah, we'll search like around. We'll search yeah. around. So maybe maybe some hidden gems around here. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Like we said. Um. <clears throat> check out. Um. Check out Moose Moose and Zeppi's show on Instagram every Sunday night. Correct. 
Yeah, it's normally every Sunday unless something happens, and it's normally me and Zeppi on their uh, Crafty Tats. Um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we steal Zeppi away. Um, yeah. 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 And then, and then you have to, you have to suffer through Harry as your guest host. Ah, uh, that's fine. We'll, we'll <laughs> we love you, Harry. You know that. Zeppi and I are starting the Bester Bester Friends podcast. In the, world. <laughs> the bastard best friends. <laughs> um, the more bestest. Yeah. So you can, you can uh, check out their, their show every Sunday night. Uh, just follow, give them a follow on Instagram. Uh, at Bam Bruzled. That's B A M B R E W Z Z L E D L E D. I yeah. almost got through that smooth. Try it again. Yeah. B B A M B R E W Z Z L E D. Great. Good yeah, one. There we go. Um, yeah. Check them out. Sunday nights. Great. Uh, great content. I've sat in on a couple and watched. It's fun. Yeah. Especially yeah. getting ready for the week and just like, you know, getting ready for the work week ahead. Just a, just to have you guys buzzing in the background while I'm getting everything ready. It's uh it's always good content. Yeah. And uh you can follow Moose on Untapped or on Untapped. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's been uh, wait, it, it's maybe been Untapped. Long. Is it Untapped and Instagram? No, I don't I don't do I don't really do Untapped. Uh so Good on yeah. you. Good on you, sir. <laughs> but you can follow <laughs> Moose on Instagram at Moose Molistica. Uh, Moose Talica, Mo- yeah, the Mo- Black Album. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I, if you follow me, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine too. Like so, Moose Talica and Hazy Boys and <laughs> Justice for All. Yeah, it's cool. Like M- So it's M O O S E M O L I S. T I C K A. I felt like I was doing the Mickey Mouse. This is like a M O O S. This is like a sobriety test. It's like say the alphabet backwards, Tom. K E Y S T I C K A. Yeah, you can follow me. It's good follow. Um, yeah, you got anything else for us, Moose? No. Nah, anything man, else you want to plug? I'm good. All right. So, um, for us, uh, you know, uh, we always ask that you subscribe, rate and review, um, our, uh, you know, uh, subscribe. That's only for you. If you want to be updated about our, uh, our show, it's every Thursday morning, every Thursday morning, you want to hear our malarkey. Um, but what we really want is a rating or a review. review. Been sitting at a these. rating and a review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Yes. That'd be awesome. Hey, even if you want to do it on Spotify too. Do fine. they do rating and reviews? I have no clue. I don't think so. I've been trying to look. I don't skew from Apple Podcasts really. Yeah, I mean, I've been using Spotify lately because the Rogues has been on there. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rogues. <laughs> Rogues. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, Lord, Lord Rogueson, please ascend us. Help us ascend. Help us ascend to Spotify. Yes. Hey, maybe one day we'll be on that new Amazon platform that's happening right now. I've submitted it three times. I, I definitely need. I definitely need one more uh, POD uh, drop. Oh, it'll be there. Oh, it's it'll, coming. It, Don't worry. Don't See, worry. I just want to make sure I'm getting one. Oh, more. you'll get. You'll get one more. Don't worry. Moose, <laughs> moose. It's okay. We've got you. So we we've been sitting at about 13, uh, 13 ratings, couple reviews. Uh, haven't seen many new ones in the past couple ones. Guys. Yeah, get us some more uh, ratings and reviews. I know the latest update came out, and Apple Podcasts is a shit show right now. Oh, Jesus Christ, but, it's um, a mess. But just try and find a way to leave us ratings on yeah. there. 
Um, if not, just give us a follow on all of our social media, um, Facebook and Instagram. We are at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P-O-D. Oh, no, I shut it down. No, I didn't. Oh, that was by the skin of my teeth. All right. Um, all right. Um, if you guys want to email us um, any ideas on, you know, beers that we should feature local, regional, national, international, you know, send us an email. It's best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends. P O D. That's crazy town. <laughs> yes, I got, I fit crazy town in. I can't Thank believe you. you did that. Yep. <laughs> yep. I flew in just like a. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. Tom's flagged for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Tom didn't get any sleep last night. <laughs> He's delusional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, yeah. Give us a rating, a review. If you like the podcast, just tell your friends. To listen. Yeah, give um, us a follow on Instagram. We're trying to get, you know, we're trying to get some followers here. We're yeah. really just like hanging at 300, man. We really need to get above like. It's a, we're, we're at a snail's pace. Right? We're at a snail's pace. We just, we get one or two followers a day. But, we're we're yeah. going to, we're going to start, we're going to start showing tits. Uh, we might throw up into OnlyFans. I don't know. Only cans. Only okay. cans. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um. I'll start showing bottom nut. I don't know. Yes, the, I, the kids today are twerking, is what it's called, right? I was going to start a TikTok and maybe start doing the WAP dance. Uh, I heard the WAP dance really WAP gets WAP followers. Dance. I don't no. know. I, I'll make these cheeks clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you got plugs? I know you, you do. The front clap, not the back clap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make my front butt clap. <laughs> yeah as always guys i'm going to uh i'm gonna plug my band grayson um check us out on spotify and apple music uh we just had a new ep drop uh monster um it's probably the heaviest fastest shit that we've ever done so go ahead and check it out daniel Fa- language oh god i'm so sorry but yeah it's, it's actually the first explicit um album we've ever done too so follow us on social um instagram is at grayson underscore pa Facebook is at Grace and PA. Um, go check it out. Uh, download us on Spotify and Apple Music. All right. And that about wraps it up for us. Uh, Moose, very happy to have you on. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for, for taking the time. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for putting up with us. Yeah. No, it was a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Say we have a new friend for the podcast, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Huh? Yeah, new friend. Yeah, we got a new friend. All right, Moose, you're our new friend. All right, you've made <laughs> He's it. Like, yes, thanks. You've, you've hit the rank of friend. Um, Dan, I, I always want you to to remember. He always likes to make me blush. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and guys, uh, just remember, you know, this isn't. Uh, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. Just one last POD drop. Always got to fit it in there at the end. And always remember that uh, the Clintons are responsible for Jeffrey Epstein's death. (laughs) Research flat earth. (laughs) Don't be married to the ball. Uh, Best Best Friends podcast, episode 35. We out. See ya. Friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best
Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette. A cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were it the ones for me? Epstein is still alive, and listens to Best Best Friends 